What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom Show. This is episode number 43, and Uttal and I are talking about the 2019 version of Child's Play, in which Chucky is voiced by none other than the amazing Mark Hamill. The film was pretty cool, uh, but we both have slightly differing opinions about it. We also talk a bit about the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a pretty long episode, but it's a lot of fun. We're basically just shooting the shit, so... Um, yeah, we don't really start getting into spoilers about Child's Play until about, like, the 30 or 40 minute mark, so have fun if even if you haven't seen the film, and, uh, yeah, let's get this going. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. This is Justin. We are your Harbingers of Doom, and this is the Welcome to Your Doom show. Is this your first time talking to the goddamn microphone? <laughs> That's better. I'm moving closer. I'm That's moving closer. Better. I wanted to. Just gotta look at it. All right, I gotta look at it. That means I gotta look at you. Yeah, it's a sight to behold. It, it really is. is. It is. It is. I'm wearing my Captain Captain Canada shirt. Oh, uh, that's true. Fucking you know there is a Captain Canuck character, right? Why I thought you... I saw that at some point, but it's not like Marvel or DC. Yeah, it is a, it's a, it's a Marvel character. Cause Captain the reason, Canuck. The reason I know... Well, the reason this has come up recently, I know that... I don't know if he's called Captain Canuck, <laughs> but he's like a Canadian Avenger. He's part of Alpha Flight. No, that was Vindicator. Well, then Wait, again... He's wearing a ca- no, hold Canadian on. I think jumpsuit. I might be, might be eating my words. Oh, Com- yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that's Calmly Comics. That's not uh, the same no. guy. It's not Marvel, uh, man. It's a Marvel... Captain Canuck... Okay, look. Captain Canuck, get the fuck Alpha out of here. Flight. Hold on, I'm gonna search the other way because I I can't I, I don't know if his name is Captain Canuck, but see here Alpha Flight. It's Canadian superheroes appearing. Yes, in that Marvel that's Comics. absolutely true. But yeah. Vindicator was the oh is that is that he's is, the guy it, the two fucking characters look exactly the same pretty much look, except yeah, this look, asshole's this is, got this, a Canadian thing. Look at him. Yeah, I know it looks the same. That's not this is a different comic book um, or maybe publisher. Vindicator is Vindicator, and this guy this is top just... row. So Sasquatch, North Star, Snowbird, Shaman, Guardian, yeah, and Aurora. So who's that guy? Who? So who's that? There's no the name Vindicator is not in this list. Uh, he's gone through a few different. Oh, Guardian might be the name might in this case. He's he's gone through a bunch of different names. That character. Click on Guardian, and you'll see what I mean. Guardian. There it is. I could also be making up the name oh, Vindicator. Oh, it is Guardian. Yeah. But uh, look for Vindicator. Maybe I'm talking shit. And... Yeah, there we go. Quickly had Vindicator. Okay, so I knew him as Vindicator. But yeah, he's also known as Guardian. Okay. Which is extremely anyway. general. Yeah. Um, I like Vindicator. It's a good segue because what I wanted to talk about was I finished reading the first two volumes of The Immortal Hulk. Mm. Um, and Alpha Flight is in it. And I don't know too much about Alpha Flight. Um, and I saw, I saw a guy dressed in like, you know... Canadian garb. Yeah. And I was like, who is this Was it this a Mountie? Guy? I just assumed... No, no, it was him. It uh, was... Uh, Captain Canuck? 
he I thought crushed it was publishers. Captain, I thought it was Captain Canuck. Captain Canuck. Uh, clearly, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, it was Guardian. But Sasquatch is in it and is featured heavily in the book. Okay. Um, but I really enjoyed it, man. The first two volumes of this series. I started reading the third one and it kind of took a few logic leaps or plot leaps where I was like, okay, now I think the first two volumes go together quite nicely. And the third yeah. one takes a bit of a, a time leap and tells a different story. But... Man, like the art, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the new 52 Animal Man. I, I don't never know if you read, read that. that. No, it is, and I've wanted to for I really got to pick up the trades for that at yeah, some point. Yeah, the Animal Man and Swamp Thing on the new 52 relaunch were actually quite good and they mm. they sort of shared the same similar mythology, but uh there's a whole, there was a very the the uh, the uh, immortal Hulk is definitely going back to some of these weird, crazy horror roots of the character. Uh, just in terms of what he is, he's basically you know like Doctor Jekyll, and Mister Hyde, the Wolfman sort of syndrome thing going on. Right. But some of the scenarios, because he can't die, that's his thing. Pretty like, much. Yeah. So uh, the, <laughs> some of the scenarios they put the Hulk in are so insane i don't even want to ruin it like you should read the book and you'll know what i'm talking about there's there's a scene where he gets captured and gets studied and they do some crazy crazy shit to this guy nice and he you know he survives everything obviously but they introduce this entire mythology about like hell is involved uh like gamma radiation being like more than just science like it's totally bonkers, and but really just uh, has a couple of key like emotional character moments for Bruce Banner, where I was like, yeah, that is very, that's very cool. Like uh, it's really well written. The art is fantastic. Um, yeah, so the first two volumes, I think I can wholly recommend. Okay. Um, uh, the third one, like I said, I started it, but I think it, I, it was too much of a leap from the previous story. Yeah. And required a little more knowledge of the Hulk's past. Okay. That's the one thing I think they did really well in the first two volumes. I don't really know a lot about the Hulk. I haven't read a lot about that. Apparently he has multiple he already has multiple personalities. He's got like the Devil Hulk and like all of these other yeah. Hulk personalities. Like but that that's not required. I still enjoyed the story knowing next to nothing about the character of the Hulk, the history of the Hulk, other than, you know, some of the basics. Right. Um so yeah, you know, cool book. Nice. I enjoyed it. That's yeah. cool. I just I got a couple of I literally just went to the library two days ago because I was in the neighborhood, picked up something on Mace Windu from oh, the yeah. Star Wars series. I got like three or four different books, a couple of random ones that look kind of like horror genre. Yeah, sure. So I just picked up a bunch of stuff. Cool, so yeah, maybe I'll have something yeah. to report on. Yeah. I'm like halfway through the Mace Windu one that I have and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's no, okay. It's okay. Yeah. Is it like one it, of the new Marvel branded, like the in-canon I don't think or? it's new. Okay. Um, it might even be Dark Horse because I think they had oh, Star okay. Wars at the time. Sure, um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's there's nothing really to write home about aside from the fact that Kit Fisto is in it as well. Oh, and I just like buddy. saying Kit just, Fisto. I was just talking about Kit at, at work the other day. And, um, man, I, I, I miss that guy. I was, t- I was telling some people at work, you guys know who Kit Fisto is? They're like, no. I'm like, you know, in episode two, when they had that uh, crazy battle in that arena. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the one that force pushes a bunch of, like, bug people yeah. the Genotians I think and it, the camera flashes back to him and he smiles he's got this yeah, he's got huge this smile. smile yeah he just like bushes them and it goes back to him and he's like and I'm like there's a guy that's having fun <laughs> there is a Jedi that 
is having a good time. He's definitely enjoying himself. Plus, if you go to like the Clone Wars series, the original one by oh, the guy yeah, that I, did Samurai Jack, I never remember his um, name. Tardigovsky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He I, has I've a really great episode in there. Underwater. Where, underwater. Right? Yeah. It's super dope. And oh, then yeah. he was also pretty good, if I recall, or I could be mixing the two up now, yeah. but the Clone Wars series that followed after the, oh, was the one that? that's four or five seasons. I think so. Oh, I think I, that he had some good moments in there, I've but I could also that. be, it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah, I've not but seen that. I remember developing more of an appreciation for the character over time because mm. of, you know, all of these other third party things. I thought there was something else that happened. You know, I can't remember. Well, in, in, in episode two, I thought that the, he smiled at a scene that was more than just force pushing. I think he fucked with C-3PO too, maybe. Oh, did, oh I think I his head that. came off in the force. Like he was collateral damage of the force push. Oh. But I don't think he was reacting to that. I think that's why it was like, it was bookended. Yeah. Or, you know, they put like another note on that that scene is because C-3PO, I think his head was on a clone trooper. Or not a clone oh. trooper. Uh, that would be very graphic. Yeah. Uh, it was on one of the robot, the little... Skinny, okay, yeah, yeah, things. yeah. Um, I don't even, I don't remember that. I just, I just remember him being the one, the only one that had any personality. Yes, so I kind that's of like true. latched onto that. Yeah, when, you, just even that Mace one Windu moment. didn't have any. He's chopping Zero. people's heads off. He's just like, nah, that happened. In fact, they should have just made Mace Window, 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 Mace Window. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> his his intentions are transparent at all times. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, they should have just transferred all of his uh, character over to Kit Fisto because he's way more interesting. And um, but with but Sam I, Jackson's voice, with Sam, <laughs> that's right, exactly. I uh, but I, I'll never forget when because we we might I always used to tell my brother I'm like man Kit Fisto is the best he's for the best. Then we went to see episode three and Kit Fisto is one of the unfortunate um, Jedi that go to arrest Palpatine. Yeah, and. In the first three moves, in like the first three strikes, he gets like he gets killed. Yeah. And my brother leans over to him. He's like, "Oh, Kid Fisto just got fisted." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No." God so, damn it. So, yeah, that was really like that was really sad for me when that happened. He kind of just he dies uh, very very quickly there and unceremoniously. Like, yeah, just background. Yeah, it was basically like he was put out just as badly as like Palpatine's furniture when he jumped over and it fell over. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty much what happened was, to the Jedi. Yeah, I feel like... He was would, treated like a chair. I haven't seen that scene in a long time, but I feel like Sam, like Mace Windu was just using everyone as like a meat shield. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> get in Force there, pushes them all together like, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, what? Mace? God damn it. <laughs> I said we fight together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have anything... You, I have a few other things here, but do you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, I did want to talk about it because the last time we spoke, I said I would celebrate if the Raptors mm. won the fucking championship. Mm -hmm. We did. However, yesterday we just lost the reason we won. <laughs> That's right. And I'll be honest, good fucking riddance. And not because I don't like Kawhi Leonard. Not because <laughs> I don't want him to sign back with the team. It would have been lovely to see him back. Good riddance because of the goddamn mania that's going on oh, in the yeah. city right now. It was insane. It's embarrassing. It's, embar that's, it's embarrassing. And, and to be honest, like I was rooting for Kawhi to leave Toronto, <laughs> yeah. as awful as that sounds, because of the mania. Because yeah. then hopefully people kind of like look at it and like... That was dumb. Yeah. It would only be better if, if Kawhi Leonard's like, I would have stayed, but... Everybody kind of scared me. That's what I was saying. I'm like, who who wouldn't leave if you didn't have like drones and helicopters following, following you, you everywhere? Like I'd a, be like, fuck this. Like I'm out. OJ Simpson chase. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. like. It's just silly. All California had was like a billboard that had his name on a license plate. It, uh, oh, okay. It's been reported. Anyways, sure, yeah. 
yeah, um, kind of sucks. But at the same time, like, hey, he look, the way I look at it is from the very, very beginning of the season, he was this guy that came over. He took the, you know, arguably one of the greatest, not arguably, one of the greatest Raptors that we've ever had. He took his spot after he got booted off the team and traded yeah. to the Spurs. Yeah. And we didn't know anything about him other than he wanted to play in California. That was it. So all we and he just came off of a pretty shitty injury that kept yeah. him out of the playoffs the season before. Yeah. So when this guy comes in, it's like all we know is he's only he's his contract's up at the end of the year and he's probably going to go to California. Yeah. So we, why are we getting all excited about this guy? We yeah. don't even know if he's going to come and play. Like it seemed pretty shitty that he wasn't playing for the team he was playing for during the playoffs. He was like bitching and moaning about this injury which didn't seem that serious. Well, turns out it probably was pretty serious yeah. to the point where he didn't want to risk anything. Throughout this season, he played his heart out when he did, and then he only played, I think, three quarters of the season because they sat him every other game or so. Um, and then in the playoffs, he goes full ham. He's the best player, without question, in my opinion, in the playoffs of the NBA the whole season, or the whole playoffs. Yeah. And he plays his heart out. He he single-handedly, really, is the guy that brings us the championship. All of our other role players decide to start playing about just over halfway through the playoffs. And... <laughs> He brings this championship in. He's a great personality, yeah. despite having none. Yeah, well, maybe because of it. Because right? of it, yeah. yeah. And um, he he gave us everything that he could. Yeah. And then he's leaving for California. So literally, the best case situation would have been he re-signs with us for a few more years, won a championship, and plays his heart out for us throughout the season. We got two out of three of those. Yeah. He just left for California. So as far yeah. as I'm concerned... Um, and I think I'll say this about the Raptors populace is now that he's left, you don't see like the craziness that happened in like Cleveland when LeBron leaves. Yeah. yeah. They're burning fucking jerseys and like, they? oh, it was crazy. Whoa. But then again, LeBron also made a big spectacle of his thing. Kawhi's was a big spectacle only because the media was making it a big oh, spectacle. Sure, yeah. So um, I haven't seen anything like about the Toronto fans like hating on Kawhi. I think we all understand, which yeah. is great. Like yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. So. Yeah. Overall, Kawhi Leonard, probably the greatest Raptor of all time. Yep. His legend will live on in this championship, I think. And uh, I'm just glad we're over with the nonsense. I literally muted our shit show chat with all the cousins and stuff I because I was like, I, I can't deal with it. It's constant the fucking like, hey, the, the plane's taking off. Who gives a fuck? Oh, I think this is... And then I had another friend that was sending me like, um, like tweet things. He's like, this is official. Like, they're going to announce a press conference. I'm like... No, they're not. There's nothing anywhere that says it's a press conference. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, people just getting duped. So, Would you say he's the groat? I don't even know what you just said. He's the greatest raptor of all time. He's the groat. <sighs> right? That was... That was he's the groat. Right. He's, uh, he's the groat. Yeah. He's the all groat. Right, we'll call him the groat from now on. <laughs> I am groat. <laughs> he is groat. <laughs> he is... He is groat. Mm. Um, but yeah, and also I'm kind of an asshole, so I know that everybody really wanted him to stay. And I, I like, I love basketball. I'm a big Raptors fan, yeah. but I'm also very reasonable when it comes to this stuff. And if the Raptors don't get a guy back and we don't win another championship for a while, I'm okay with that because I just watched some of the best playoff basketball I've seen in a while. And I'm just a dick because I like seeing everybody else get disappointed. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just an asshole. Like, I know as soon as that... Re like, I think it was uh, one of your cousins. Yeah. And he 
sends out a message that just says he gone and i'm just like uh, 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 uh. like i'm feeding off of oh, their misery oh i am God. an you're awful like, person you're like that you're like that uh black hole from the fifth element yeah yeah i'm that guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, the, you're just getting bigger and bigger i'm just as people yeah are getting slow. more and more disappointed yeah 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 they're like oh okay. Kawhi's not there i'm like good good <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm a miserable um, person. I just don't like getting wrapped up in stuff that I have no real stake in, I guess. I have a stake in it, just not to the degree that other people sure, do. Sure, yeah. Sure, so. yeah. No, there was a there was a lot there was a lot going on and you know, there were a lot of it, it was a, it was like a, a, a hysteria, but I get as a fan like like I'm not a fan of the rap. We talked about this before, yeah. but I, I'm just kind of like it, it got to the point where I'm like, this is uh, like the rest of the world watching this happen. Yeah. Um I just be, if I were the rest of the world, I'd be like that. They're fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I, that's just the way I look at it. There, when I from the outside in, I'm like, you know, it got to the point where I was like, this is getting nuts. Like, I had to when someone I don't know who sent it, but someone was saying like a plane was following a car or something. I don't know how real that is. That could be just nonsense and people making the, the a joke. News, but I'm like, I think we're following him. The the way, the but but the way things were going in the city, it's completely believable that he was being tailed. Like all people the time. were lining up out, or not lining up, but like congregating outside of the hotel he was reportedly having meetings at. Yeah, like it's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. and and like people in L.A. Like I've got another group chat with some of the people I worked with at DreamWorks yeah. basketball fans. Yeah. And one, they're all laughing at the nonsense that's going on in Toronto. Sure, yeah. But then two, the other thing that I want to comment on, I guess, is just kind of came through is like everybody's like, ah, he's definitely like it's the way that things get reported. Shut up. Like yeah, the, yeah, the reporters yeah. literally were all wrong about this until the announcement was made. And that to me, like all this crazy speculation that people are wasting their times reading articles and all this bullshit about is like, just let it happen and go on with your days, especially yeah. about sports stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's in the, it's in the arms of like somebody that is actually making the decision. Let them make the decision and hear it from them. Instead sure. of hearing somebody like, like Jalen Rose, 99% sure he's going to the Raptors. Other reporters, it's <laughs> either the Raptors or the Lakers. Those are the only two contenders. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He went to the Clippers. He went to the fucking Clippers. Okay, yeah. So it's and and that's the thing is like all this crazy speculation is just it's setting people up for a oh, disappointment. Yeah. Selling headlines, right? I yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting to talk about this because the mania that surrounds sports is very similar. Uh, and can be just as like oddly toxic as like the mania surrounding like nerd problems. Absolutely, like, uh, like the you know like the 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 geek sort of culture. Anyone who's passionate about anything, and actually, make, those are, those are the things that someone who is you know um, you know super into sports, and that's very important to them, or someone who is super into comic books, or super into certain like geek properties, yeah, like. Those are two, you know, historically, uh, cliche, in a cli very cliched sense, those were those are two sort of the opposite ends of the spectrum, but they're actually not. They're very, very close because they're both, that passion is something that both of those groups of people share. Right. So that level of mania that's kind of going around, you know, is Kawhi staying, is he leaving the mania around the Raptors, just the playoff games. Like, right. it's the same energy. Yeah. And you can't. You can, I don't think, uh, I mean, maybe one person can or another person can, you might be a special case, but divorcing those two things, like Raptors winning, Kawhi staying, like all of that passion, it's just, it's messy, right? It's just like messy. And yeah. it's me it's messy everywhere. It's messy in like, you know, in comic culture, video game culture, and it and it, and it becomes like something that's very, it's, it's unbecoming. You know what though? But, that that you know, type of passion 
I feel like needs to be constrained to what the moment that should have that passion yeah. is being applied to. You know what I mean? Like I, I get it. Yeah, y- you're getting Local, all localized passion. If you will. localize the passion <laughs> yeah. to the 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 thing that you're passionate about. So mm. like, if you're passionate about Lake or uh, a Raptors game, yeah. when you go to that game, let it out. Stand yeah. up, cheer. Yeah. Heckle the fucking yeah. the, the opposing team. Just yeah. go nuts. Yeah. If you're going to a movie, take it all in. Yeah. Formulate your opinion. Say what you got to say after the fact like we do here. Yeah. Um, but leading up to that, making everything you do about just get leading up until that moment yeah. is... I think where the problem goes into it, some speculation and some fun banter and even like basically have fun with it. Yeah. But when you're starting to like invest too much of yourself sure. in it, you might want to take a step back and look at what you're doing, both in comic books and sports. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's generally good advice, but I mean, that's, that's what that's passion, passion by its very definition is like an uncon it's, it's not controllable. Right? right. And you get the good stuff. Sure. Sure. And then you also get some of the, I'm gonna say bad stuff. It's just the weird stuff. The weird stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. the weird stuff. It's like the good, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and the weird stuff. And I would say this is this it's a good the movie whole Kawhi, title. <laughs> the, yeah, um, the Kawhi stuff, the Kawhi leaving stuff is is the weird stuff. I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just strange. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think we should we all sort of share that in common. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Wonder. Toronto won, and that's really what we should be focused on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and um, best wishes to Kawhi Leonard because yeah, absolutely. The guy he he came here and did exactly what we needed him to do. He didn't pu- pull any punches. He put in one hundred percent. That's right. That's the important thing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. God bless him. Um, why did I say that? <laughs> God, God bless him. God bless you, Kawhi. I oh, love you. The what? wine's Who getting said to that? me. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. So uh, the next thing I want to talk about was yeah. uh, Mouse Guard. I don't know if you've heard of yeah, this series. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. there's a comic book series called The Mouse Guard. They were going to make a movie, and I think it was Sony that was going to make yeah. a movie. We talked about it on the yeah. podcast. At least yeah, a times. and then uh, the Disney transaction happened with Sony, and they canceled the Mouse Guard movie. Wait, what? It's canceled. Yeah, no, no, so I know it's canceled, but what Disney transaction with Sony? Do you mean Fox? Fox. Was I'm Fox sorry. the one? Okay, okay. No, because Sony Animation does a lot of no. the Mouse Guard stuff. God, now I gotta need to check. Fuck. Okay, you check. But yeah, Sony Sony has like the Marvel deal with Spider Man, but that's basically it. But they so just acquired wasn't... all their properties from 20th Century Fox, or not acquired sorry. all of them, yeah. but yeah. Sorry, it's yeah. Um, Fox. Fox. Sorry, okay, so that makes Sony. sense. It's Fox. Disney scrapped the movie. Um, okay. Because I, you know, for various reasons, I guess because the they're rotors, I get like, it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess what's uh, uh, it's a very, it's like kind of like a, a mature story, but it's told in animation. It's like it's like it's not a very, it's a hard to market, yeah, sort of story. Um, anyway, so so it was canceled. Idris Elba was set to be a voice in the movie, and I think Andy Serkis was also going to be a, vo- a voice and do motion capture for the Doesn't movie and all that me. stuff, and. Um, the books are great. Story is the story is there, but it's really the visuals of the of the book. The art is fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, so. But they what what uh, what they did was, uh, and they I, I I actually don't have the name whoever hand, whoever uh, they released anima- an, 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 an animatic from the movie. It, it was more test footage than animatics. Animatics are usually very basic. So so yeah, so there's like a little uh, did you watch it? Yes. Yeah, so and there's like looks... a little blurb at the front saying like this is basically like a glorified animatic where okay. they were like we're we're just testing out we want to get the feel, the look, the texture True. of like the movie and and uh and say this is what it could be. Mm-hmm. Once those were all completed, they would actually send them over to Weta Digital to do highly realistic detailed renderings and animation for the film. 
So they released this thing and I watched it and it looked awesome. It really looked amazing. Uh, it was done, I think, in the Unreal 3 Probably, engine. Probably, yeah. Um, and uh, and it just looks so great. Now, the, the mice in the actual test footage... Um, the mice in the actual test footage look really janky. They look weird. They look like people, yeah. kind of like in a mouse costume. Yeah. But the, and and that's and that's because this is an animatic, and they just need to, they need to move fast, right? They need, right. Uh, and that, and so that's fine. I think the entire style would have changed on those character designs once it actually went to production. Yeah. But uh, but the the visuals like the 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 art style from the book is really carried over here because like it was an extremely textural art style they're so evocative of like a time and place and it was just i don't know it's just really really well done i thought the the animals there's a snake in it there's like a bird there's like a bird dog fight yep uh, like a one guy's on a sparrow like one mouse is on a sparrow, the other one's on a crow and i just i eat that shit up i love it i love that uh, I love that kind of stuff, and it was just really kind of sad to see that come out and and uh, know that it's not going to be made anymore, which really kind of sucks. Um, so if you guys haven't read the series, it's not a long series. It's uh, I think by uh, Dan. Ooh, Peterson. Just look it up to, to to follow up. It's definitely like uh, the the look of it is. I would say it's not. Fi- it's definitely not final film quality for uh, a film company like 20th century fox or or mm-hmm. um or now disney but um it, for like a smaller publisher house they could have put up this this quality of stuff out and it would have been a very it would have been impressive for their means yeah right when you've got weta behind you but like little things like this like the the way that light is shining through yes. their ears and stuff like this is this is pretty far along test footage. It's it's really impressive what they what they were do, able to do with this. Yeah, I mean, it's not as easy as just throwing a few three D models into Unreal Engine and then you've got something. Yeah, right? it's, no, this is a there's a very distinct done style. Work. Yeah, yeah, they've very, done work. It's a very distinct style to this. Sorry, and then in the name, I said Dave Peterson. It is David Peterson who who created it. He writes it. He draws it. I've met him a few times at Comic Con. He signed some of the books, like the hardbacks for the for the series. So you've met him, but you're not cool enough to call him Dave. Yeah. Well, I said Dave Peterson. I thought that was actually his name, but David Peterson is his Well, I would have assumed his name was David if you were calling him Dave. I wasn't sure. Or Daviticus. Anyway, so, yeah, you finished that. And, uh, yeah, so... So, uh, yeah, go check out the series. It's it's really great. It's amazing. Uh, And... um, yeah, it's just too bad. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna get made. Uh, interestingly enough, the guy who wrote the script for the movie released the script. He's like, this movie's not getting made. Yeah. But you guys get to read the script. This is what we were going to do. So I downloaded it, uh, and I'm definitely gonna read it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm I'm really curious to see what the script looked like for this movie. And it's kind of it's really cool that they were able to release that animatic, release the script. Now when I read the script, I'm kind of thinking of the visual style of this animation test that they right. put up. So as soon as I saw the the animation tests, well, it's more than it's there's lighting and stuff, but the the as soon as I saw the the demo footage come out, I was just like. Are they Deadpooling it? Is that what's happening? Oh, maybe. Maybe they're trying to. Maybe. Maybe they're trying to. That was the very first thought I had. Anytime I see a leak, I'm like, Deadpool. Mm. Because, I mean, that leak of that that test footage is ultimately what got the movie made. That's true. Had the push. So maybe that's that's what 20th Century Fox is doing now. Yeah. They very well could. Yeah. Um, Or not 20th Century Fox, Disney, I guess. Yeah, it would be Disney. Well, no, 20th Century Fox would have done the leak or probably been involved with the leak. Maybe they weren't. Whatever. I'm not going to go into conspiracy theories about Deadpool. Um, But yeah, Mouse Guard. Check out the books if you guys haven't already done so. Yep. Um, one other thing I had, 
was they released some artwork for The Witcher Netflix series. Not artwork. Well, yeah. Stills. Well, uh, the poster. They did, They released a poster. They also released stills. Yeah, they released stills as well. Uh-huh. Um, and it's the first, I think it's the first images from the series, the first official images from the series. And the poster looks great. And the stills look, the stills look great. Um, Sorry. Yeah, everyone was kind of bitching and moaning that he doesn't have two swords. And it was just kind of one of those geek moments where I was like... Let's calm down. Yeah. It's like another one of those, you know... Let's, we're talking about the Kawhi thing. I'm like, yeah. guys, we just need to fucking relax. Yep. <laughs> like, people are just losing their minds uh, about the two sword thing. And I was just like, this is. Yeah, this also, is part see of the, the movie. movie. Maybe he has another sword tucked away. Maybe it's one of those magic swords that turns into two. <laughs> Who knows? Um, I haven't played The Witcher. No, it's it's in the games. He's got two swords all the time. Uh, but in 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 the books, like in the shorts, I've read the first two novels, uh, which are a collection of short stories, and he's not carrying the silver sword, which is what he uses to hunt monsters, um, or not, uh, yeah, monsters basically. And he, I think he keeps that on his horse because he doesn't need it all the time. True, right? So um, it was just funny to see that all that happen. And even if that wasn't the case, even if he does carry two swords all the time in the book, in the game, wherever, and he only has one sword in the poster, still everybody. Relax, just relax. We're getting a Witcher series. Everybody, calm down. Like they're not going to show you everything right away. Let's watch it, and if things don't turn out the way you want after you've seen it, let the you know let the bitching commence. But this is just, I it's just this out you know, I just kind of embarrass. You know, I'm reading about this stuff. I'm like, oh god, you guys are doing it again. <laughs> like you're doing it again. Um. Anyway, looks really cool. Uh, a buddy of mine said it looks very much like a Game of Thrones poster. Unfortunately, it kind of does, but I I, I like it because it is you know it's it looks very want. much like The Witcher. Yeah, like, if you want it to be unpopular, you want it to look be comparable <laughs> to something that people have yeah. had a mania about for fucking five years. Yeah, you know, however yeah. Long so the... I, I'm I'm definitely I'm in. Looks cool. I'm I'm curious what Henry Cavill's going to do with his voice. Um, and I'm a little disappointed he doesn't have a beard, but I think he started. They're starting from the beginning, so he's like a young, he's younger, and I think they're going to use the beard as a way to age him. Yeah. Later, if they're going to do another season or two, so they need to leave themselves some runway to to do that kind of stuff. Um, the cost of the armor looks great. You know, the hair looks so much better now than it did in that first test shot. I don't know if you ever saw that, but it was just this test shot of Henry Cavill like drinking a potion or whatever, and it looked like a really bad wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so the hair looks. The hair looks better. Um, yeah, so just kind of excited. I, we're getting a Witcher series, dude. Like, I don't know. We live in a we live in a crazy time. We live in a crazy time. We've got, you know, we had Guardians of the Galaxy. We have like, you know, you know, Aquaman making a billion dollars worldwide. We got Black Panther. You know, we've got all the you know, Ant Man. You know, we've got all these really obscure properties, and we're just like a, it's an abundance of riches. It's it, to to be a geek now is really kind of amazing because like all of these properties are are getting their own. They're getting TV shows. They're getting movies. It's just it's it's nuts. It's yeah. just crazy to me to think that we're getting a Witcher Netflix series. I don't know. It's cool. I'm excited. I don't know anything about The Witcher. I haven't played it. Haven't. I should steal your game. No. Well, I I'm still I'm still playing. How you've been playing this game since time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I have finish been. your games. I have been. You sound like my wife. Yeah, I know, and I should. Because she's very reasonable. If you haven't finished your games, finish them. Mine's like, stop finishing your games so fast, you keep buying other games. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, I just keep buying games and never finishing the ones that I've bought. That's because you're running around and looking at the grass. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, look at how nice this grass looks. <laughs> That's what I did. I'm gonna in take Sky- a seat. I did that in Skyrim a lot. Yeah, I did that. My wife makes fun of me. So you constantly. couldn't finish your Skyrim job, and then you were just <laughs> constantly looking at grass. It's just a bad idea. I never played Skyrim either. Um, I had no interest in that. You literally made me not interested in playing Skyrim because I felt like I was gonna get bored. Because <laughs> hearing about how you play and looking at grass, I got bored. I was looking at grass. It was the sky when the aurora borealis comes out. Oh, I'm just like oh, looking at the sky. I'm sorry. <laughs> you geeked out at the, the digital version of the aurora borealis. All right, look. It was there. Those are very magical moments when Shug- in the game when Shug- <laughs> when Shuggle used to come to New York and we'd stay in one night or, or two. When you know she stayed for four or five days. I'd be playing the Sky- Skyrim, and then the Aurora Borealis would come out. I mean, like, Shuggle, look, look, isn't it so pretty? She's like, aren't you supposed to be doing something, <laughs> like, in this game? <laughs> like, yeah. it's... Yeah, I, I have to agree I'm with like, her. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I am. She's like, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Like, why, like, why are you just, like, wandering around in the wilderness? Yeah. Doing nothing? Yeah. And I'm like, because it's actually, it's quite nice. Like, it's it looks great, you I, know, and you got that sense of immersion. She's like, finish the game. Finish the game. And I'm like, well, I think you're missing the point. You can never finish Skyrim. Okay, you can't. You just can't finish that game. It's yeah. just, I'm convinced I played it wrong. Okay, I put like maybe 70, 80 hours into that game. And, um, you know, I've progressed maybe 3% of the story. And and honestly, I didn't even get all the items in the game or I didn't complete any, like, all a ton of quests. <laughs> but I had fun, okay? Yeah. I had fun. I was looking at the Aurora Borealis. I was admiring the weather changing system. Like, you know, it would rain, it would snow. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. See, and- I'm, I'm picturing this conversation happening somewhat more like this. Like, you guys are, like, in bed together. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're just waking up from, like, you know, you had a nice night. You went out for a nice dinner. Yeah. It was, you know, a nice morning comes and the light's just shining through. And, hey, Shago. And she's like, yeah. And you go, do you want to go see the Aurora Borealis? <laughs> And then she's like, oh, and she's thinking like, oh, he's going to take me on a trip. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. And she goes, of course, I'd, I'd love to see it. And you go, okay. And you jump over her, grab the PS4 controls, like, look at this screen. And she's like, I fucking hate you. That's, that's kind of. I'm not going to say that didn't happen. <laughs> but, uh, but look, man. I, I have a weird relationship for these open world games, but uh, Witcher 3, I'm trying harder to, to sort of beeline for the You've end. been trying harder for the last five years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been uh, a while. All right, maybe we should talk about this movie. I don't know. Do you have something? No. Uh, well, you know what? The only thing I'm going to say, and this is, we'll lead this into the movie. Right now, we or last, yeah, yeah, yesterday, we went out for a wine tour in Niagara-on-the-Lake, and we went to a bunch of different wineries and we always do, me and Nisha, usually we'll go once a year and we'll try a few different wineries, but we will always save this one winery last and it's Caroline Cellars. And the, I'm right now I'm drinking, this is an old bottle that I got from them a while ago, but this is their Oak Chardonnay. But like every time we go, all of their bottles are super affordable, like 13 to $20 is usually like, that's the average for each bottle. Um, and their wine is the best. Like, it's my favorite. Every time we go, we'll go to a bunch of different wineries. The first time we went, we went to like a bunch of different, we had yeah. maybe one bottle. There's nothing where like we want to pay that much for this bottle or yeah. there's not huge wine people. Then we went to Caroline Cellars. 
we got hammered at the front for free because their tastings are <laughs> free, free. That's for one. Right. That's and for right. two, yeah. every single wine that we tasted was better than the last one we just tasted. Yeah. We ended up walking out with like 12 or 14 bottles, like 12 or 13, between 12 and 15 bottles, yeah. somewhere in that range. Because everything we tasted was like, this is great. We had just gotten our house, so we're like, we need to have some wine stocked. And yeah. then we got pretty much completely stocked there. Yeah. So every time we go, that's like the last stop for us because we know... If we haven't bought in a bunch of new stuff and gotten acquainted with other ones, we know that we're going to be able to leave yeah. with good stuff from there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we went for the first time yesterday with you guys, and it was the only bottles that... Uh, I'm not a big uh, wine person, but uh, Shagu is, so yeah. she bought two, and it were 25 bucks all in. That was it for two bottles For of two wine. bottles, so, yeah. Yeah, it was really... It's I like the place because it's very unpretentious. Like, yes. the inside kind of looks... It kind of looks like a kind of looks like a bar actually yeah, like the it way is. it's set up it's like uh you know like a proper bar and uh they're very friendly and like mm-hmm. the, like i said the tasting like you already mentioned the tastings were free so it's like i could see myself going back there and so you know we bought some we bought something we're gonna we're probably gonna um you know give that a try this week uh, and what, what's this one that you got There's, it's um, the the 2012 oak chardonnay okay okay see hard on eh? a yeah. Yeah. Spell it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. There you go. I see. Um, um, yeah. No. It's uh, they're 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 absolutely great. And Bob was the guy that was. He's he's the guy that's literally served us every single time we've gone. Bob. 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 We like Bob. Big Bob. Yeah. It's a friend. Yeah. Um, so, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Niagara on the Lake, Caroline Sellers. Cool. I was gonna say Shellers. Shellers. Caroline Shellers. Um, All right. Yeah. We should. Uh, what's this movie again? Child's uh, play. This is yeah. This, this is, is, a, this is children's play. <laughs> this is child's play. Uh, 2019. Um, I think we should just dive right in. Sure. Child's Play 2019. This is the movie that proves that all kids should now learn their life lessons from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I really enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed that scene. That was a good scene and a horrible scene. Yeah. All at the same moment. Because they they like literally, they they saw him try to murder somebody and they put him in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a piece of plastic. Fucking smash it. Smash it good. And I'm going to preface everything that I say about it. That is pretty much my critique of the film. Sure. Is smash it good. Smash it good, yeah. Now, I will say I I enjoyed parts of this film. Mm-hmm. But it is marred by one, trying too hard. And two, stupid characters. It's got kind of a covenant thing going on. But it's more fun than Covenant. Yeah, Covenant was a dour... It was a dour dour, downer. Yeah. Led by a bunch of dum-dums just running around. (laughs) My favorite line from from Covenant, quick quick tangent, was... you know, we've been like we've had these aliens birthing out of people. Someone got this jaw knocked off by an alien. And the girl's like, I'm going to go take a shower. (laughs) So fucking stupid. What? What are you we doing? We have bigger problems than your BO, bitch. Yeah, yeah, like, Stop. Seriously. That lo- that 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 broke it. That broke that scene. So you're did... you're, you're agreeing with me then about Covenant? Is no, that no, what's I happening broke, right that now? That broke that scene. Sorry, I got excited. That broke that scene. I still Anyways. like the movie. Anyway, so uh, back to Child's Play. Um, I kind of sort of agree with you, but but uh, but I actually don't think that that was a problem for this movie. Um, I thought it was you know, a movie that can weave the current state of sort of like technology and its effect on our lives and create something wildly entertaining out of that. It's, I'm just, it's a huge win for me. It's a huge win in my book. Like that's why I really want to see it. And I haven't seen it yet, but unfriended 
is another movie I want to see that has yeah. that basis of, uh, you know, social, like sort of the, the social media technology commentary, but puts this ridiculous horror movie on top of that. And uh, there are other movies and shows that have done this, okay? And I'm not saying that this is high art by any stretch of the imagination, but there are other things that have done this with more that are more earnest. Like the first thing that comes to mind, I haven't seen a lot of episodes of Black Mirror but Black Mirror does this, mm. where they, you know, they take technology and kind of. This is from what I hear and from what I've read. I've seen one episode, lovingly known as the pig fucking episode. I, that's um, the first episode. That's yeah. the one people tell me not to see. Oh, okay. everybody's like, watch Black Mirror, but not the first. Not episode. the first. Episode. Every other episode's great. Yeah, not the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, um, I saw that. I actually, I actually liked it. Um, <laughs> the the episode. <laughs> but uh, but you know I, uh, I I I haven't been pulled into the other episodes because it is it is a very um, earnest real uh, uh, take on all right. that. Um, but for me personally, I loved like the technological sort of social commentary, like Bedrock, and just building a zany horror movie on top of it. Yeah, just making it super super entertaining. Um, I'd watch an Unfriended before I watch a Black Mirror. Like in my in Fair. my opinion. Um, yeah, so like, it kind of makes me a dumb dumb, <laughs> but but I'm like I'm enjoying myself with this one. I True. really like I had a, I had a good time in the theater. It it like I think there were there was a lot of fun parts, but yeah, I just the dumb dumbs too many dumb dumbs. Well, so did you like? So I think we saw the original. We did a review for yes. Drinking with Skeletons yeah, on the original. With skeletons, so yeah. you, I think we both liked it. Yes, if I yeah. recall, we both liked it. I liked it. I liked the original. Um, you know, you know what the original had that this one didn't is you know what how, how I keep joking about dum dums in this one. Yeah, there wasn't really room for oh, just throw away the fucking doll or something like that in that one, right? Or smash the doll until it's yeah, dead. Yeah, because that one was <laughs> driven by a person. He knows what he's doing from the get go. Yeah, this one was basically an infant for three quarters of the movie. He's dumb and gullible. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. You're teaching him what's good and yeah. what's bad. Yeah, so. Realistically, I think we should take away from this film that Andy's going to be a shitty parent. Yeah. <laughs> His kid is going to be a homicidal maniac. But right. that aside, they had three quarters of this film to do something definitive about this doll, and they kept on throwing things down the garbage chute instead of trying to do something about this, gar- uh, about this crazy doll. Yeah. But I think, uh, I th- I think the idea there was that uh, there was, there's an emotional connection to the doll. Right. So, yes. so, so, and they do, they do lean into that somewhat, right? Andy is not a social kid and his mom gets him this doll, you know, sort of like as almost like a gag gift, like the way yeah. she's given it to him, but he ends up, you know, hanging out with the doll. Yeah. Right? So there is a relationship with the doll. So throwing it out, destroying it, that's not the first thing on his mind. Right. So, um, I, I, I don't buy that though. But like when you go from a point to, the doll, you know, like saying some swear words and you're like, I don't know about this. Maybe I should send it back to the manufacturer or him trying to choke your cat. Yeah. I feel like at that point it's hammer yet in time. Or even, not even like... The cat deserved it though. Fuck off. He did. He did. That yeah. cat was kind of a dick. Yeah. That's one of the cats I don't like. But yeah. when you're looking at like when it gets to the point where he's taking people's faces off oh, and they're like, let's just take the battery out. No, you fucking put that thing through a wood chipper after you're done. <laughs> 
it's plastic. Don't stop with the battery. Keep yeah. smashing. Because yeah. that, that's the thing. That's the thing I didn't get about that. Like, And that's, again, that's three quarters of the movie. They had a lot of opportunities to stop him. Like, yeah. after he tries to stab his friend. Yeah. After, what was the other thing that well, happened? After wait, he killed wait, wait, his wait, cat. Wait, wait, wait. He killed his fucking cat. And he's like, it's fine. We're getting into spoilers, but yes. Oh, I just, I, <laughs> I figured after the lines really spoil, spoiler, spoilery time. Oh. Anyways, yeah. he kills somebody's face and kills somebody's cat. <laughs> Now that's all the spoilers I'm going to give. I'm sorry. I've been drinking a lot of the Chardonnay. I've drank more than the Chardonnay than I should have. Um, I'm sticking around for a bit. We're going to play Mortal Kombat. Sure, now, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. If you haven't already figured it out, we're kind of into spoiler territory at this point. I'll, do you want to pull back well, and talk a little yeah, bit? Yeah, there's there's some right. general stuff here first before we jump into spoilers. Yes. Uh, this is in the movies, I the remakes I like. Like, along with Fright Night. Fair. I like Fright Night, the remake. Okay. I, I like the Robocop remake. Yes. Yeah. And I like this remake. Um, it's different from the original while sharing the same sort of basic uh, commentary on consumerism. Yeah. Like, both of them have that madness, uh, the, that maddening consumerism uh, bent to them. And, uh, you know, like, the first one, I think, was based on sort of, like, the Cabbage Patch craze with the Cabbage Patch dolls. And we live, you know, we've lived through some of those too, like the Tickle Me Elmo stuff, the Furby Fuck. stuff. Uh, even the Hatchimals, I believe, was a more recent one in the last maybe five, six years where, you know, I don't know if you've heard. I have Hatchimals. no idea what you're talking about. Um, I'm not fully aware of everything here, but I believe Hatchimals, they're basically an egg that you can like, uh, it'll hatch over time. You have to do things to make it hatch. And what comes out, you don't know what you're going to get. It could be yeah. something different every time, right? So, Finding those and like those were super hot as a as a toy and every kid wanted them right so you get these like it's mass hysteria getting these and then you know obviously the documentary jingle all the way with, uh, with documentary with Arnold Schwarzenegger that's another great example um, but <laughs> I'm not a pervert yeah <laughs> so. Uh, um, so, so I think that this movie shares that because it kind of does the consumerism thing, and it and it shares that with the, in common with the first movie, but then does something totally different. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think that it lives on its own. In fact, I would say one of the things I would I would uh, criticisms I would level at the film is that it didn't have to be a remake of Child's Play. I think that this could have been its own movie. Do you because feel like it was, it was so, that much of a? Re- oh, oh, I see. Meaning, what you're I didn't. Sorry, I don't think it had. They to don't be, have to leverage. They the, don't have to leverage the child's, child's play. play. I, I completely they, agree. 100%. I know that they did. They did it because it's got the name recognition yeah. and, and stuff, and it does share some of the, the, that common DNA. But I actually think this could have lived as a as a as a, as a movie on its own, right? Um, like with its own its own premise. Agreed. But uh, yeah. you know, tying it back to child's play, it's kind of it's kind of neat, and the the imagery is there. But like you know, I think it could have lived on its own. It yeah, not to be a remake. I felt like here's the thing is I I don't feel like that it was it was definitely different than the original yeah but to your point exact I I completely agree with you that it could have been its own thing because it shied away from a lot of what made Child's Play special in the supernatural and having more of a angry person to this you know young young kid kind of that dynamic going on yeah. instead of just this young kid in a stupid toy right that's literally stupid for a lot of the movie yeah yeah. Um, and then three quarters of the way, it kind of turns into a Terminator film when it's a lot more sentient yeah. and is trying to kill people. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so let's let's jump into let's jump into some uh, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the movie starts with uh, Caslin Corporation, which I believe is the same company from the. F- no the same? It's idea. Not the, it's not, uh, it no might be. idea. Anyway, um, 
Who's this actor that plays this guy? I can't, his, oh, uh, uh, I don't know his name, but he's a uh, fucking. He's um, the bull in the horns guy. Yeah, no, bull, no, 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 it's no, not bull in the horns. He's a, um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. Animal House. He's uh, oh yeah, that's from Animal right. House. Yeah, that's right. Um, so he's kind of the spokesperson. It starts with this commercial about the new Buddy doll, mm-hmm. and the doll is a connected device. And I've already loved this movie. As soon as this happened, and he's like, he's a connected device. Um, I think or maybe some people think that this is like a a, a weird thing. It's like this would never happen. But, you know, the same people said the same things about, like, you know, Enemy of the State when it came out and being able to track people. Or like three, you know, like when people, uh, when they did science fiction movies and they were tracking people through cities and there was like a 3D representation of a city and the camera's going through the city. I could do that on Google Maps on my phone now. It's like... I feel like a lot of the things that people, they're like, oh, they would never do this. I'm like, well, now we have devices in our home that listen to us constantly and are, or we have connected cameras and we have connected, you know, voice. This, a doll for kids Mm -hmm. that is connected, that is not, that is not uh, ridiculous by any stretch of the imagination. I I feel like this, like this commercial was perfect. Yeah. Like it was so, so perfect. I agree. Um, then it was marred by the fucking ridiculous Vietnam intro. Oh, I love that. And it. that's where I go into the whole trying too hard part. I love because it. Because it's like, basically, okay, if I'm going to, I'll summarize exactly what happened. Yeah, sure. Somebody got slapped, he got upset and turned that's... off a bunch of switches on the doll and shipped it. That's all that happened. That is the genesis of the homicidal doll in yep. this film yep. is one angry Vietnam guy or Vietnamese uh, uh, factory worker yeah. that turned off a few switches in the doll and shipped it out. And then he killed himself for, well, I guess, we a don't pretty know weak kind of, reason. We don't know. I don't know his home life. That. He's probably I, divorced and, like, recently divorced, found out, you know, he was diagnosed. He got slapped at work <laughs> That the guy That slapped, was so ridiculous. The guy slapping him was kind was of a so surprise. Funny. It was very surprising. Kind of? but yeah. He it just broke, that was the best part of the movie for me. <laughs> you got this great commercial that we're like, oh, I, I, oh, he's connected to every device. And then all of a sudden you're in a Vietnamese factory that makes these buddy dolls. And then you're panning across. This guy just slapped. slapped. Yeah, no, it's true. Just, it was, oh, I was but, so that, but that's silly. kind of like uh, I think I I love that it's this movie is ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it's I think it's built on a very solid foundation yeah. of like this is this is the kind of the direction we're moving in. We're not taking it super seriously. This isn't Black Mirror, right? Right. This is Child's Play, and <laughs> never forget it. So the boss slaps the slaps the Vietnamese worker. Um, He's such an asshole. The the cut from the pristine sort of almost like Apple, you know, Apple like commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the uh, (laughs) awful working conditions of a Vietnamese factory that's making these. uh, Well, let's let's face it. It just seemed like it was hot. Aside from the slaps, I don't know if the slaps. (laughs) I feel like that guy's the only guy that gets slapped. How can she slap? I feel like he's the only guy that gets slapped in the office. How can he slap? Because he, the boss is trying to put him in line. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Franklin needs to be doing his job, but he's not. And then all of a sudden, some of the other workers at the Vietnamese factory are just like, you know, Franklin's getting away from it, or getting away with it. Let's just, you know, okay, let's, look, let's take name, it down a notch. And then the boss comes and starts slapping Franklin. Likely his name is not Franklin. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be racially insensitive, yeah, so sorry. his name could be Franklin. Okay, look. Listen, there's a Vietnamese worker, and he he disables a lot of these uh, safety features. The oh, reason, of the, the reason, features. how he has access to this firmware 
is beyond me. Like, I don't know. There's no safety checks. Nobody he typed needs way any too permission. fast. Nobody's, it's one of those definitely cliched movie moments where it's like, enhance. Enhance. Yes. So, um, so now you've get the genesis, like you said, the genesis of this one doll, which has had, it, it is a, it is an AI chip that is in all of these dolls. And they, because the way the, the, the commercial advertises that it, the doll scans you all of this. I loved it. Yeah. It scans you. It, it, it imprints on you. It recognizes your face. You have an app on your phone that you can control the doll with. You can talk to it. It can learn. It's like all of this stuff, totally real. Yes. I buy it 100%. You know, obviously, this guy just going in and disabling. It's like, disable... They had something called, like, violence inhibitor yeah. or something like that. I'm like, why is that? <laughs> you know, like, so you've built an AI, and then what they've done is like, okay, they put a wrapping around it that stops it from doing certain it's things. It's basically a learning computer, and they're putting in things that they're like, if Stop. you learn this, don't you do <laughs> don't it. Don't you do it, yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's not the best approach like no. uh, to, to, to manufacturing. But... But anyway, he goes and he does that. So this one doll is essentially, uh, he's got the he's chains. He's an asshole. He's got the chains off, right? Yeah. Um, and so then we cut to uh, a sh- a Chicago, which is, I was very confused about where this movie takes place and when it takes place. It's very confusing because I'm pretty sure at one point I saw Halloween decorations up. And then at another point, someone's taking their Christmas lights down. So I was like, I don't know what the, tra- and there's no snow, but it's Chicago. So I was very, very confused. Chicago does it a summer. No, but why is he taking his Christmas lights down? I just like, think that, that him and his family are lazy. Okay, that's possible. Yeah, anyway, so in Chicago, you meet uh, Karen, uh, who is the mother of a 13-year-old boy named Andy. And Karen is played by... Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who is incredibly attractive. I fucking love Aubrey in- Plaza. Incredibly attractive, but it's also carried over her dry humor in yes, this movie. I didn't that's think why that I love Aubrey happen. Plaza. Yeah. No, a lot of her best. sort of deadpan dry humor has been... Has been brought into this into this movie from her other roles. Yes, um, she uh, she was trying to look for something for for Andy. Uh, you know, sort of the sort of it sounds like they're struggling, like yeah. in terms of money. Yep. And uh, you know, Andy's father's not in the picture anymore, and she is trying to get him something for his birthday. She ends up finding a, a doll that's being returned because it's kind of malfunctioned. Yeah, uh, and that is the doll, the the Vietnamese slap doll. The, the one that uh, the one that was uh, altered. So she takes that and she has this conversation with her supervisor in the store. It's like, what happens to these dolls when they get returned? She's like, oh, you know, they, we send them back to Kaslin. She's like, okay, well, what do they do with it? And he's like, well, they probably just like pulp it or like, you know, throw it out or whatever. She's like, oh, well, then it's okay if I keep it. He's like, ah, I don't think that's such a good idea. And she's like, well, something to the effect of, I don't think it's a good idea for your wife to find out that you're banging Barbara in the back, uh, in in the in like the shed or something like that. And I'm like, wow, that came out of nowhere, came out of nowhere. And that's where this sort of dry humor, Aubrey Plaza's dry humor, really does work. It actually made me laugh. So she ends up getting this doll and giving it to uh, giving it to uh, Andy. Andy, and then you he unwraps it and and starts to boot up the doll. And this is where you hear his voice. Yeah, for the first time, and, and the doll imprints on Andy. Uh, <clears throat> but the whole process, I love that detailed stuff where they're like okay the movie actually tells you how it's connecting to all the Caslin devices right. and how it's learning it's like okay you plug in the USB connect it to your phone the phone downloads the latest uh, the latest learning software he basically does an upgrade right. on, on the device yes right and it's like it's all very practical. practical it's basically it's like, how I configured my Google Home. Yeah, ex- everything exactly. except for the scanning my face. Exactly. It might have done that. Yeah, really it might have done. They probably did. Yeah. Um, but but that's I really appreciate about that. They went the extra step to show you technically how it's working because that immer- that immersion factor is important. Yes. Um. So 
And then you hear uh, you hear the Buddy doll speak. Yes. And you hear Mark Hamill's voice. What did you think of his voice? Um, I liked it. I was disappointed. But that, I think, is a result of expectations. Yeah. Mark Hamill, I mean, for those who don't know, he was Luke Skywalker in the, in the Star Wars films, but he's also been the Joker in... A lot of um, incarnations of him in the animated series, sure, yeah. uh, definitely all animated the animated movies. series and some of the animated films. Yeah. Um, regarded arguably as the best Joker of all time, whatever. I think he was Fire Lord Ozai in also in like. Uh, He's been in a lot of animated yeah, things. He the, did uh, Death Claw. He did like tons Avatar. Of the Last Airbender. So he's... He, Probably, yeah, So, yeah. like, a lot of popular... Like, yes. he's done a ton of, like, popular voiceovers. Yeah. Like and and I will say this. It is... It's different than, um, like... I, I don't know what I expected going in, but I thought that it would be more maniacal and yeah. exciting. Yeah. And I don't even feel like at his... At, at the Chucky character's most maniacal, it yeah. was... Mark Hamill at his best. Yeah. I don't want to say it seemed phoned in because I don't. I don't think that. I just feel like more work could have been done on it to kind of sure. find more of a voice than just kind of a generic Mark Hamill voice. Sure. He. I actually liked it because it was reserved. Because mm. I, uh, the direction they were going in with this movie is that the the doll is not possessed, which is the original movie is the doll is possessed by a stereo, serial killer. So there's by Brad Dourif. By Brad. No, no. The yeah. serial killer. <laughs> Brad Dourif. Oh man! Please yeah. see if you haven't seen our our YouTube um, episode of Drinking with Skeletons on Child's, Child's, Play. Child's Play. It's yeah. pretty fun. It's it's fun and watch the movie because it's actually yes. a really remarkable sort of uh, um, '80s film and it looks. I think it still looks great and it's still fun. It's still fun to watch. Well, um, one thing I, I forgot I could have mentioned this about the um, uh, in the pre spoilers part, but the amount of practical effects. Oh. Oh, in, the, in this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. That's Dude, what I'm getting to he that. Was, yeah. He was mostly practical in yeah. most of the shots. There was yeah. a couple of somewhat janky-looking CG shots yeah. of the bears, for sure. Yes. And then him weird, his weird stabby thing. Yeah. But, like, other than that, most of it looked to be practical. That's right. If not all of it. There it is really one good. scene where Andy, after he opens the box, is holding his hand. Yeah. He's holding the buddy doll's hand and walking into his room. Yeah. I don't know what they did there. It could have been a common... It could have been a combination of uh, of CG and practical. Yeah, but he's walking. And it's all a single shot, and he's walking next. To I him. was watching it. Yeah, and I'm I was like, like looking at it. Good. I can't I... figure this out. It looks real. I it think it was real. a blend of a little bit of CG. But if you asked me to point out what was the CG, uh, not a clue. Nope. It was no, they did it really it was a well. Really amazing, yeah. amazing shot. Um, and, and I think in general, the effects in this movie were, were great. Great. I like the fact that Mark Hamill was reserved in his voice because this doll is not evil. It's like the, the idea here is that this doll is learning to be evil because of the people around him, the, the humans that are surrounding him. And he's like, you know, learning computer, right? So he's like learning everything. And it just happens that people around him are kind of dicks, right? Mm. So and uh, and so so that that's the difference. That's yeah. one of the major differences. So his voice not going maniacal until the very he only goes full, full like Joker Mark Hamill in the last shot of the movie. And I think I think that's could the have only been earlier. Time and, yeah. and not not only earlier, but when he's starting to get crazy, I think there could have been more of more a of distinctive that? switch there. Not to the point yeah. of the end of the movie, because the end of the movie should be you know peak mania. Yeah. But up until that point, like where he was saying, like for instance, the cat one would have been a great part to be a little bit like, "Do you see what I did? I got him for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. he scratched you. I got him. Yeah. That would have been a good part for him to really raise the bar. And I felt like he still. 
kept it at the same level for most of the film until the very end. Yeah. And I felt like he could have been a little bit back and forth a little bit more with it. Yeah. That, that's my, my only complaint. And that, to be honest, if this was anybody other than Mark Hamill, I would not I would probably not be saying a goddamn sure. thing. Sure. Just Mark Hamill's so high quality when it comes to voice acting that I feel like he could have done a better job at switching those two. But, sure. I mean, I'm critiquing probably one of the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. I disagree. I think that, I think that his... His, well, you're an asshole. His, deli- his delivery uh, as sort of like the anti sort of maniacal Mark Hamill was a was a nice change of pace. Sure. I thought no, that, that's um, that's that's fair. so a couple of a couple of things happen here. Uh, we learned that uh, we learned that Karen is dating this guy who was a total asshole. I, I love, will fight for a- Shane until the end of this movie. Oh. Right. <laughs> For him? For him. No, Me and Shane? So okay. All right. Let's let's talk about Shane. Let's talk about Shane. The man God. likes craft brews. Okay? <laughs> I'm not saying I saw the labels, but I'm guessing they're craft brews. He oh, seems man. like a craft brew no, kind of guy. Two, guy. he found out that Andy was talking shit about him secondhand. Even thirdhand, if you really want to count the fact that the doll's not human. So the doll is recording everything. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a video camera in his head through his eyes. He can see stuff through the app. You can see what the doll is seeing. Yep. This is all very like Nest camera-y sort of going on. And uh, they could connect to all of like the television and your thermostat and like all of this stuff. And uh, so the doll is kind of like recording stuff. Yes. Just like a Google Home or an Alexa will do. And uh, it happens to record Andy talking shit about Karen's boyfriend, Shane. And Shane hears about it and... Uh, and you know, comes in and like confronts Andy about it, but like roughs him up a little bit. He doesn't rough him up. He pushes him. He pushes him on the bed. That is literally the minimal amount. He's like, you need to sit down. That's like picking him up and putting him down gently on a bed. You might as well just push him. Nah, it didn't I look like a push, like where a striking push, where you like hit the person and push him. But he's like, he's basically treating it like a schoolyard bully. Like rather than a making, little bit, not even a little bit. Look, this is full, this all is, I'm saying is if you're they saying really is wanted ridiculous, to, no, you're doing it on purpose. No, I'm not doing it on purpose because uh, listen, I literally wrote down in notes before I came here that Shane was not as bad as everybody said, and here's why: he was not that bad to Aubrey Plaza's character at all. He was kind of a dick. I'm no, saying I'm not saying he's like a like the ideal boyfriend with. No. No, he's a dick. He's a bit of a dick. No, he's a total No, dick. he is not, I need to be scalped by some sort of a wood chipper type of... We're getting to that. I don't care. We're getting to I'm that. I'm getting to it now. <laughs> no, because I need to, to, we need to tell our audience how much of a dick this guy is. He's not... Okay. I loved his Pilot death. on. His death scene was, it was so well earned. It was earned. great. <laughs> it was so well earned. It wasn't earned. It was it's a good great. one. He should have been more of a dick. He <laughs> should have been doing like PCP and... <laughs> Like stealing some of Aubrey Plaza's shit. Yeah, he's cheating on his he's family. Cheating on his, his, yeah, he's cheating on his family. Yeah. He's roughing this kid up. He's not this kid's dad. No. He should have gone to like his mom before like confronting a child. I'll say that. he was a bit aggressive on his, his approach to that whole situation. A bit? A bit. No, that's ridiculous. He should have sat down and said, Listen, Andy, I know that I'm not your dad. We have a bit of a problem. Let's talk about it. Instead, he did that basically just, you know, a little angry and pushed well, him on he, the bed. But he's, yeah, but he's a dick. That's his character. Right? Yeah, so but he's, he's not dick. that much of a dick. No, he's, he's just, he makes questionable choices. So, so anyway, so, so they've got the Shane's, Shane's in his life. Andy is kind of like, doesn't make any friends. Right. Um, but now he has his doll. He's hanging out with his doll and finds out the doll can do some cool shit. Yes. Finds out the doll can swear. And he's already, now he's suspecting, he's like, something's this is a weird. This is weird because these yeah. dolls are not supposed to be able to do that. Meets two other kids, and they start. They had this montage of them doing 
fun stuff with yes. the doll because the doll is like you know it's like a rooted device or something now like they you know they can get it to do stuff and they had this really great scene where Andy's like I really want to scare Shane because he's such a dick and can you make a weird face like smile but leave you like open your mouth as far as it could go smile as far as and it shows the doll trying to do exactly what he's describing and I fucking had me in stitches I loved that scene because he's like smile as far because they go back you're like okay okay Forget about it. And then the doll's face would go back to, to reset. And he'd be like, okay, smile as far as you can. And he goes, Rang! and like you hear the motors turning. Yeah. He's like, okay, now open your mouth as far as you can. He's like, Rang! and he's like, okay, move your eyes like this. And then you see the doll like doing it. It was, it was really funny. Well done. Uh, so they're doing, there's a montage of them doing stuff like that. Yeah. But then um, there's, a, there's a scene with the cat. The cat attacks Andy, scratches Andy. And uh, the doll is protective. Now with all, all of these safeguards, there's like there's a self-preservation thing. There's a protect my you know the, the person I imprinted on thing, and uh, he has this great scene where he goes and he's strangling the cat. Yeah, and I loved that scene because it was just like creeping over to him. He's like, it's like close, like you hear the the motors in his hands like slowly crushing yeah. this like cat's like neck, and uh, Andy discovers him like no, you can't do that. Uh, and then obviously continues on their merry way like nothing happened. Um, obviously, because yeah, that's naturally. what children do. Yeah. So uh, I think what really turns things around is that Andy and his two new friends are watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is kind of uh, a send-up of the first movie, apparently. Yeah. I've not seen the second one, but it's supposed to be sort of a comedy. And um, have you seen the second one? I think I have. Okay. I've seen a few of them. But usually drunk. So so, Ch- so Chucky's watching them watch this movie, and there's obviously like someone gets scalped, and someone yeah. gets their face ripped yes, off. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's all this like, what does he say? Heads up, bitch. heads up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 he yeah, uses yeah. that line more than once in the movie. And uh, and the doll trying to mimic, like he sees, he shows the doll recognizing that they're watching violence, and they're happy. They're laughing. Right. And uh, so the doll now, you know, takes a knife and is like, hey, look, Andy, I can do these things and sort of attacks one of his friends. And that's when they realize that, oh, that's that's going too far. But they but the but the relationship between Andy and the doll is still there. Andy realizes that he has something special. This is not like the other dolls. Yeah. Yes, could be a little dangerous, but they just need to be careful. That's why I I don't believe that he he as a as a kid who doesn't make friends. Yeah. Who's now like who's now befriended or something that has something that has attracted other people that he has something special that he can offer and mm-hmm. become friends and like integrate with all of these other school like with all of the other kids his age. Um, he's not gonna just destroy it right away. There has to be something catastrophic that happens, and which you know, which which it does. Which at it this does point, he doesn't think that maybe putting him in the closet or whatever he did at that point. He just threw him in the room and is like, "I'm going out with my friends. You stay here." Yeah, he thought that was a good approach to something he's that like, is learning based like, on what he's teaching. He's like twelve or thirteen. Like he's he's not. This isn't. Look, this isn't okay, guys. So come on. If you're twelve or thirteen. Usually you're making very rash decisions. Part of those decisions probably would have been taking a hammer to the fucking thing. Or taking that knife that he just took out of it to the fucking thing. I just, I can't get on board with the fact that at this point, he's like, I'm going to put you in the room and leave you alone with my family and I'm going to go and go out with my friends. My mother's sleeping in the other room. Nah. Little knife-wieldy doll, you stay here in my room, unguarded. You can open the door. I've seen it. Ah. What? Ah! I'm just upset that this doll was in a position to kill Aubrey Plaza. That's really... 
really the thing that upsets me. <laughs> Anything this kid did to, 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 to put her in danger, you're like, fuck you, kid. Yeah, fuck you. You don't know kid. what you're doing. You're dumb, dumb. Um, so, uh, eventually, what happens is that Shane confronts Andy because Andy doesn't like Shane, and the doll records that and plays it back while yeah. he's in the house. Yeah. Uh, one of the dynamics that's different about this movie is the doll moving around in the original 1988 movie is unexpected because it is a doll and yes. the doll doesn't move. Yeah. And so when the doll ends up in weird places, that is a moment of suspense. Yes. Right? In this movie, it's completely the opposite dynamic. When the doll ends up in unexpected places, it's not a mo- it's a it's 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 a, it's not a moment of suspense because the the characters in the movie are like oh it can move like right. they're expecting it it's basically like a doll in a Roomba like put together and there's a great Roomba moment at the end of this movie that I really love but we'll get to that in a minute so the dynamics of this movie are completely flipped which is another thing that I thought was pretty clever it's like they're expecting this doll to move around yeah so when the doll ends up sitting on a chair. They're not like, oh, that's weird. They're more of like, oh, the doll's sitting on a chair because it just right. moved there because it's a, it's a learning computer or whatever. Um, so the first kill, I think it's the first kill in the movie. That's one thing. Oh, it's the, the cat. Oh, the, yeah, the cat. Poor but, you know, fella. I don't care about the cat. The cat deserved it. So does Shane. So Shane goes home and you find out in this scene that he, uh, two, two surprises, one, that he is a family man, so he's been cheating on his family, and yeah. Bobby Plaza doesn't know that. Also, that he is a watermelon patch. What's wrong with that? Watermelon's delicious. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's so strange, because I don't know where this movie takes... I was very discombobulated by this movie. I thought it was okay. Halloween. Yeah. Then I was like, take down the Christmas lights, and I'm looking around. They don't ever say, he's a watermelon farmer, or whatever. <clears throat> But the camera's passing over. I'm like, what are these things on the ground? Like, what is this? A pumpkin patch? Yeah. Like, where are we? And then it was only later that I found out they're watermelons. Yeah. And I'm like, why? This- and like, he's taking the Christmas lights down. Yeah. I'm like, isn't it too cold for watermelons? Yeah. Why isn't there any snow? I was very confused. That That's a big thing about this movie is I felt like, especially at that part, like a lot of shit was just written in for convenience. They're so like, we need to have, ch- like somebody comes into the room that's an executive and is like, Chucky is going to kill this person with whatever that the tiller. machine. The yeah, tiller. It's, like a, it's like a tiller. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, he has to kill him with the tiller, and we have to have his scalp fly off. Figure it out! And then they leave. <laughs> and they're like, how the fuck are we going to do that? Because <laughs> like, tillers don't move fast. Chucky doesn't have the strength to be able to push this thing fast. Yeah. It's got to like slowly crawl to him. Yeah. All right, we'll tie him up. What are we going to tie him up with? He's going to fall on some rope, and it'll tie yeah, him up. Yeah. Let's not get silly. Yeah. Well, what if he's like doing something gets tied up in it? What happens that you could do that with? Christmas lights. Christmas lights. <laughs> Everything okay. else we've shot at this point is like, maybe fall. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> like I They're mean, just kind of late to get to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and maybe I missed something. I'll be honest. Like, I, it's, it's possible that I've missed some sort of transition of time. But he's had the doll for a while. So I believe that. He's had it for maybe for a couple months. So that sort of makes sense. But the fact that there's no snow, is it cold outside? Was he wearing a jacket, a winter jacket? Like, I don't get it. It's supposed to take place in Chicago. It's supposed to be cold. Anyway, this is all very confusing. It just added to the weirdness of the scene. He's going up to take these lights down. Yeah. And uh, Chucky has followed him to the house and, uh, you know, knocks uh, knocks the uh, ladder. Yeah. And he kind of gets tied up in the, in the um, Christmas lights. But he also, does he cut him? Oh, no, he breaks his legs. 
So the guy, so Shane, I'm going into a lot of detail here. Aggressively very, breaks his legs. Yeah, yeah. It's like when he lands, it's like compound fractures on both yeah. sides. Yeah. And uh, so he breaks his legs and he's trying to crawl away. And Chucky goes and turns on the tiller. Yeah. Okay, so this tiller is like, gets caught in the lights. Now it's, now it's, it's dragging him towards the tiller. The tiller's getting closer and it's getting closer to his head. And um, the, <laughs> this is a great shot because now Shane is holding the tiller with one hand. Yeah. So the tiller isn't aggressively moving forward, but no. he can hold it with one hand. Yeah. Then Chucky jumps on his chest, right? And what does he do? He st- does he stab him in the chest? He threatens to stab. He doesn't stab him until he's getting tillered. Yeah. So he's- yeah, he threatens to stab him. He stops and to like get Chucky off, and the tiller comes in and scalps him. Yeah. And the scalp gets caught. The tiller. The scalp gets thrown on a what, like a garden gnome yeah. or a watermelon. I can't remember, but I it, don't it know. lands right something. on top. Something. It made me laugh. It's too. really really funny. Yeah. And uh, and it rips his whole face off. Oh no! Sorry, no. He scalps think... him, uh, and uh, and uh, Chucky stabs him repeatedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then later, Andy wakes up in the morning and sees on his dresser, um, the face of Shane, yep. which has been carved off of Shane's cadaver yes. and put onto the. And I don't know. This whole thing just made me so happy. I was just like, "This is great." The I'm way he walks by it and then t- oh yeah, that's what it was. And comes back. Yeah, it was a good that's, double double take on his that's part. That's what it was. It he, was fun. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like this is also a product of an executive being like, "Oh, by the way, after the tiller thing, he's got to give him his face. Figure it out." No, and no, that's what happens. No, I think the face thing was planned because it's directly from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. No, no, I, I, I know, but I feel like he shouted that, and then the writers were just like. What is he going to do? Just throw a face on him? What are we going to do? We got to make it cinematic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> He's got a pumpkin patch. He puts it on the pumpkin. He puts it. No, we can't have pumpkins. Is we don't Christmas? know what time this is. <laughs> so let's use watermelons. <laughs> Why do we want to use modern watermelons? Well, because everybody loves watermelons. They're delicious. <laughs> Get on it! And that's what happened. Oh, my God, dude. And this scene is so good because he, he wakes up in the morning. Walks right by the face that's wrapped yes. around a watermelon, and then, like you said, does a double take, comes back, and I was just—I don't know—it was hysterical. I thought it was so funny. It was—it it was, was like really funny. effective. And uh, then he calls his friends. He's like, this "Face is sitting here," and uh, Chucky is saying that he's like, "Why?" Chucky's like, "Can we play now?" Yeah, because you know I've removed this obstacle in your life, and he's like, "Why did you do that?" And he plays back. The video yeah. of uh, of Andy freaking out after uh, Shane confronts him. He's like, "I wish he was gone. I don't want to deal with him anymore. I hate him." And Chucky is essentially doing what he thinks is the right thing to do, combining that with what he learned from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Which I think I don't know. This whole thing just makes me smile. I love it. Okay. So uh, the two kids come over and they have this really funny scene of deciding what to do with this watermelon face. Right, and the one guy, the one kid's got this great line. It's like, oh, why is there water? Why a watermelon? Because that's what I'm thinking in the audience. I'm like, I don't know why there's a watermelon here. Um, anyway, so they just they had this whole gag of them trying to wrap it up and dispose of it, but they get caught. Then he's got to go to dinner and stuff, um, and uh, they end up disposing of it in uh, in a garbage chute, attempting to, and yeah, then it right. goes to some bit character that is just in the movie for no reason. That's right, that's and right. it's very inconsistent. Yeah, uh, no, he's consistent. No, no, creepy. Mike's cool. The mother's not. That's that's a big problem with me. Was she was introduced as this weird, angry, drunk character. And then all of a sudden, she's this sweet, loving character that 
is saying, "Oh, I'm your best friend." You I don't think she, I don't think she was angry. She was being it was it was being. She's like, yelling at him to get in the house. Yeah, and cliche, she was drinking. Cliched motherly. That's yeah, what it was. And, but she's also a, a lush. Yeah, she's yeah. a lush. But that was kind of. I thought that was consistent. It was part of her character. Like she's no, a lush, but she, she was seemed, like she seemed. They were introducing her as an angry, like an a. A negative character is probably between positive and negative. She seemed negative right out the gate. Controlling, get in the house, Mike, and cook for me. Like that seemed like a negative uh, character right off the bat. Yeah, and I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel that way. I thought that it was just one fact, like facet of the character that you saw because that's the way she is to her to her son. She just nags him. She's I was confused. Nagger. I was confused when they went to the door and she's just like, yeah, I'll play along with this. I was yeah. like, yeah. I thought you were not a good character. So, anyway, you're stupid. So, you're um, so they he disposes of it. He manages to dispose of it, but the, the guy down the hall, Mike, Detective Mike, Detective uh, Mike. Is, is kind of weirded out by, like, because Andy's acting strange. Yeah. Um, and... Now Andy realizes that Chucky is extremely dangerous, has killed somebody, and they need to get rid of him. So he sets a trap for Andy, which he's very emotional about because he does, you know, he's connected with. Sorry, he sets a trap for Chucky because he's connected with Chucky, and then they let the kids jump Chucky and rip out the like the battery on the inside. Which, in my opinion, as a thirteen-year-old kid, ripping out the battery, the power source, I don't need to do anything more. You no. say put it through a wood chip, wood chipper, or whatever. I don't think you need to do that. You're Look, getting murdered in a horror lights, movie. Lights lights out. Nope. You ripped out like the Iron Man heart of this thing. Have you He's not done. gone on eBay? You can buy any part for anything. You need to put that motherfucker through something that put, turns it into pulp. Yeah, but that's the thing. These kids are so young. They don't get it. He keeps, no. he keeps throwing shit down the garbage chute. As a kid would think that when I throw in the garbage, it's gone. Like what, It's like this very childish What was the second outlook. to last scene of this movie? Childish out- outlook. Just called Child's Play. No. that What the fuck did I just ask you? I said, what's the second to last... I was finishing my thought. Oh, no, sorry. I wasn't listening okay. to you. Apologies. Yeah. What is the second to last scene in this? Is them smashing the fucking dolls, or the doll with hammers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they They should have done that right, to, right away. How, how don't you think that that's how kids... Look, I saw Ghostbusters 2 when I was young. That fucking thing of Vigo scared me to the point where I would run out of the room where I couldn't watch that film. Vigo. I'm not. I'm not kidding. That is how scared I was of that painting. Anytime he was on the film, I fucking ran. The scourge of, the of Moldavia. Yeah, I ran out of the room because I knew something was going to go on. and I didn't want to see it. Right. I feel like if that was in front of me, if I had a moment where I could smash it to death, I would smash it to death. Otherwise, I would have ran away. And then yeah. that would be a less, much less interesting film because I wouldn't be in there anymore. That's right. Andy wouldn't be in the film. He would have listen, ran away. Listen. There's not enough smashing what, of this doll three quarters of the I movie. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think that... I don't think this movie is making is making Covenant or Prometheus level of dumb characters. I think they're just kids. Oh. They're just kids. Throwing shit down the That's, garbage chute. Nope. Being like, it's gone. Were you a really dumb it. child? Is that why you're saying this? Because I know for a fact I would have smashed that doll. Maybe not after the cat choking but definitely after the cat killing that is grounds for smashing sir all the way take the battery out smash it gone it's a rash decision i i'm a rash person sir so they deactivate the doll by ripping the battery out and they throw the husk down the down the garbage chute the entire movie they've been setting up this like this uh, this guy setting up video cameras in the in the building and he's just this really greasy sort of overweight 
cliched creepo. Yeah, he's uh, basically a character actor, Jack Black. Oh yes, that, he that, looked so much. The like second Jack I Black. saw him, I thought, "Is that Jack Black?" Yeah. Nah, it's yeah. a stunt double. Yeah, it's a, definitely a stunt double. Yeah, so he ends up finding the Chucky doll, or the the Buddy doll, and they're they're really expensive, right? These dolls. So he's going to try and sell it on eBay. You go down to his like his orgy den. And you find that he's like a he's got cameras in all the rooms. He's been watching all the women in their bathrooms. Like he's super creepy. And he even he gets the dolls. He gets the battery, a replacement battery for the doll. puts the puts the battery inside. Uh, but 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 also opens the doll up. And he has this great line. It's like let's open you up and see what we're dealing with, which I thought was great because that's used more than once uh, by Chucky himself later in the movie. But uh, but he also has this great moment where he's watching Aubrey Plaza get undressed in the bathroom, and he's fully reaching down under camera to to you know choke the chicken, choke the chicken. Uh, but that's when uh, Chucky Chucky attacks him, and he has a pretty great death scene. Va bandsaw, I think it's a bandsaw, right? There's a lot. I don't even know what was the coup de gras in that yeah, scene. Yeah, he's he holding got, on to the pipe. He got attacked I mean, by every single appliance in his house that was controlled by Caslin. By Caslin, and it was so funny because it was so roundabout when he's holding on to the pipe and the bandsaw is underneath him. And in order to get him to to let go of the pipe, what Chucky does, he turns the temperature up. Yeah, through the Caslin thermostat, and the pipes start getting really hot. I'm like, that is so. That is so weird, but I just loved it. I love yeah. that. Like, we need to use the thermostat to kill somebody at some point in this movie. Yeah. Because we need to relate it to the Nest thermostat. Yeah. Because so, fuck Nest. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's we're giving people like, way too much control over the temperature of their house. It was a real Rube Goldberg like uh, move to kill this guy with that. But I thought, I don't know. I was just eating it up. Like, I think a lot of people wouldn't like that because it's kind of it's super hokey. But I was just like, I loved it. I loved that. I thought it was fun. Yeah. So this guy, this guy dies, and now Chucky's reactivated, and, and he actually ends up going to one of his friends as another, like, you know, as another buddy doll. Yeah. But Andy starts having a meltdown, realizing that this isn't just the just a new buddy doll that his friend has. It's actually the Chucky doll that he had. Yeah. Um, they start doubting him. They start thinking that he maybe he killed somebody. Um, uh, but then I think at some point, uh, actually, it was around this time where the mom gets into the Uber. The, the the Caslin Uber. Yeah, I loved this. I thought this was so great. It's a self driving car. Again, like stuff that we're already starting to see. Caslin does the you know like you can call it. You could t- say, hey buddy, uh, get me a get me a ride to so and so you know bowling alley or whatever. And it was like, okay, your car is en route. It's en route in five minutes. It seems irresponsible to put into a toy. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's just a it's a connected device. Everything can do it, right? So it's like. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Anyway, she gets into the car. She gets to her place, but um, but uh, Chucky kills her because he her- overhears her saying that she's going to be best friends with Andy. But right. Chucky has imprinted on Andy already and can't have any other best friends, so he's eliminating all these people. And this this mom uh, the, the, down the hall, she gets and he basically just uh, bounces her around the parking lot like a little bit. And then there was actually what I thought was a really cool jump scare moment in the car. Yeah. Where they were playing with the sound. Like the sound was coming from the car where Chucky's talking through the car. And then Chucky, you hear his real voice, like as if he's next to her and he's not there. So it's like they were playing with that. Yeah. Um, that was so neat. She, yeah. So she's killed. And then, um, and then what happens? That's when Detective Mike goes and investigates. That's when Chucky... 
Oh, Chucky starts taunting Andy. Taunting Andy yeah. more, and that's when Albert Plaza starts kind of like, you know, doubting Andy's sanity. Yeah. And then at that point, it really goes into the K, K not Kmart. What's it called? Uh, Zenmart. Zenmart. Yeah, Zenmart. that's right. Um, and so now he's managed to convince the other kids that this is the, the Chucky doll is bad. Like, look at yeah. the video. Yeah, and the video. They, yeah. they show the video recording from the from the upload, and they're like, "Yeah, he's bad." So they go to the opening, the new line of Buddy dolls, Buddy Two are coming out, and it's funny because it's like it's like Asian dolls, and there's like a furry doll, there's like a like a bear version, there's like, you know, all kinds and all kinds of dolls. And uh, so they go to this opening, and again, it's this mass his mass hysteria where everyone's just trying to like a door crasher thing. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> go there and the guy, the mustachio. Oh uh, uh, yeah, mustachio. Yeah, yeah. Like Aubrey Plaza's boss is wearing uh, the the buddy. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, helmet. Helmet, like a giant or, head. Giant head. Yeah, yeah. And just before he's about to come out and like kind of dance for the kids and like all that stuff as as buddy as a giant buddy doll, like a mascot. He gets stabbed in the throat. It was funny. It was so out of nowhere. Neck. He's in or stabbed in yeah. the neck. He just like gets stabbed in the neck. So when the curtains open, he's kind of doing this like so he's like stumbling all over the place and then lands on his knees in front of this little girl. But the girl's looking at it like, oh, he's gonna like give me something. Or he's like, This is my favorite moment in the movie. Because the helmet comes... He takes the helmet oh, off. Yeah. And the blood is pulled up in the helmet. And it splurts out all over Everywhere. this little... No, but this little girl gets yes. completely drenched in blood. And I was just cackling like a madman. I'm like, this is... I am so happy right now. This is so funny. She's like, there's ah, blood all over her face. And I'm like, that's why you don't... You're not the first... You shouldn't be the first person in line at any door crasher. <laughs> Either you're going to get blood all over your face or trampled to death. Parents were just using it as a human shield. Yeah, it's just, yeah like Mace Windu. Yeah. Just like, get in there, kid. Get in there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so so uh, so Chucky has, has murdered. Uh, actually, he hasn't killed him. He's still alive. Uh, because the next scene. Uh, so Mike has come in and actually he's arresting Andy. Because yeah. he thinks Andy has killed his mom. Right. So in the middle of this, all of this is happening. Now, this is the moment where I was like, this movie is going to like, I got to ratchet it up. There's, there's buddy dolls everywhere down the, I thought they were all going to like light up and turn and start attacking everyone. Yeah. And we basically got the $10 budget version of this scene in my mind. Thank you. Like the scene in my mind was way better than the one that was in the movie. I enjoyed the one in the movie. I get it. Yeah. But I was really looking forward to that scene where everyone's like in the, they look over and there's these like line of buddy dolls and they all kind of like light up and turn and look at everyone. I wouldn't even need to see them attack everyone. I just show the show the Zen Mart from outside and just show just blood all over the yeah. fucking windows. That's yeah. what I'd want to see. Agreed. But they went a different route and they did something else that was really fun that I that I thought was really fun. He controls the drones. Yeah. And the drones start attacking people. And again, I was just yeah. I loved it. I right. loved it. So I agree with you that I was excited to see a bunch of buddy dolls and bears and whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck start attacking a bunch of people. And then all of a sudden they brought out the drones. I'm like, where the fuck did these come from? Because like, here, here's the thing is like, yeah. no, I get the where's the Zen Mart. It's like, everything is a Caslin product. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. They have drones, they have dolls, they have yeah. thermostats, they have like, where does it end? I just thought it was kind of like, I was getting annoyed at the fact like, what else do these fucking guys make? What is their business strategy? What is their mission statement? Who are these people? They make rugs. They don't make rugs. And if they did, they would also produce a bunch of other things out of the rugs. 
<laughs> like I, I, dolls and thermostats <laughs> and murdering drones with razor sharp propellers. Oh, I Have you it. used a drone? I They're made of it. plastic. I loved it. Anyways. So yeah, I just at that point it was almost like a suspension of disbelief for me because at that point I was just like, what the fuck else? Like at some point I was expecting like 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 an angry dryer? No, I was thinking of sentient shotguns that are Kazlin just walking around and shooting people in the head because they're like, yeah, we make these too. They're sentient. It's fine. It helps with hunting. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, it's Like, funny. make a decision. Are you making right. kids' toys or thermostats? Like, those are very... You don't see Nest making fucking dolls. That being said, they could. They 100% yes. could. And Google, it makes a Google Home. Yes. But they also provide your, your email service. Like, these tech companies are all... Uh, that's, Samsung. Look that. at Samsung. I get that. Look at Samsung. I've got a phone. It's right there. It's recording. Yeah. You got the Samsung phone. You got the Samsung uh, watch. You got the Samsung TV, refrigerator, TVs, yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's basically... Actually, Samsung is a great example. Or, or Sony. Is it Sony that does that? Uh, Samsung is a great example. Yes. Kaslin is Samsung. Sure. But I'm just saying that like at the end of the film, don't start introducing more murdering devices for the convenience of it because you don't have the budget to just have a bunch of murdering dolls yeah. attacking people instead yeah. of having like four drones just flying around and slicing people's throats. So, that, so I just thought that think, was stupid. Like as soon as I saw the drones, I'm like, fuck you. I think you're There's I, dolls everywhere. Let him go crazy on the dolls. Yeah, yeah. I I I I agree with you. I would have yeah. preferred the dolls. Uh, but whenever a drone is something where I'm controlling a drone or seeing a drone, all I can think about is what if that thing ran right into someone's face? Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about True. when I'm looking at drones. And this movie gave me exactly what I wanted. Drones <laughs> running into people's faces with grotesque results. Yeah. Now, the whole blade thing, here's my take. Yeah. The drones have controls on how fast the propellers can spin. Okay, while maintain like so, so they have safety measures. He overrode all of those, and basically they're just suicide drones. Fair. So he's just spinning them really, really fast, so they're like really unsafe. Um, Mustachio, who's just been stabbed in the neck and is lying there watching the carnage take place, gets a drone right in the face so and gross. dies. And I'm like, oh my god, this guy has the worst pro- like prolonged death. He doubled down on him because <laughs> when he started getting up, I'm like. He's still alive? And then I saw the drone hit him. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Not anymore. They don't like him. <laughs> oh, they fucked him Basically, if you, cre- if, you, if you commit adultery in this film, you are getting got. <laughs> That's right. Badly. That's You're right. You're going to break something and then get scalped and then stabbed <laughs> and then face skinned. Yeah. Or you're getting sliced in the throat multiple times by multiple different implements. It's... <laughs> Don't cheat on your significant that's other. That's right. That's because this, that's this whole movie. Do not something che- will get you. Do not cheat on your significant other in multiple ways, very creative ways. Oh that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. That's true. So, um, so, so anyways, they, you get this really great scene after after all the carnage is starting to break out. They get Andy out of the handcuffs, mm-hmm. and then you get this really cool moment between all the kids that you've kind of. They they've put enough in the film at this point to grow to love the kids. Yeah, you kind of like the, the kids. At the very least, the, um, the, the uh, pug. Fallon and Pug. Yeah, pa- yeah, Fallon and Pug. Yeah. Um, Omar didn't really do much of anything aside from just kind of being. In he the was background. kind of yeah, he was kind of being a dick at the beginning. Yeah, but then he he comes around toward the end. He didn't get enough screen time. I kind yeah. of like appreciate Agreed. the arc they tried with him, but yeah. they just didn't have enough time. Yeah, that yeah. that exactly. But the other ones, you kind of I like. I enjoyed their 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 characters throughout most of the film. Yeah, it's just unfortunately you get this really amazing moment with them and they're gone 
I thought it was going to be kind of like a oh, that's right, like maybe, an yeah. it part yeah. one or you know the very first part of the the TV series it, where they're all banding together. Yeah, yeah, and you're then right. You're you don't right. get that. Yeah. that. That was the thing. Like they went away with that so quickly, and I was like, "Fuck!" I thought that we were going to get something kind of fun. Yeah, that's right. So. Actually, I thought one of the kids was going to die. Oh, I would have thought was, that one of them would have died at some point. I thought they were going to kill one of the kids. Which Omar I was think getting it. Yeah, like, or it doesn't matter who, which one of them. In my mind, I was like, make this movie. This movie is straddling straddling the line between like R rated, you know, horror film, but something like really dangerous and kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. like mean spirited. Yes. So I was hoping they ratchet that mean spiritedness up a little bit more by actually offing one of the kids. True. Um, yeah. Because they do that. that. You know what movie they do that in that uh, is super effective is uh, Attack the Block. Attack the Block has sort of a similar sort of vibe to it, where it's yeah. kind of like a fun. It's it's kind of, it's a fun movie, but it's also dangerous, and the kids are not safe, right? right. So I was hoping they'd do that here, and they and they didn't. Um, but yeah, but you also get the scene with the bear version of uh, of Buddy, Chucky. the Buddy, yeah, the Buddy two doll, which was basically like one one hundredth of what I wanted to see because it was only one bear version, and I just thought it was really funny they came out with a bear version. Um, but anyway, so he basically starts closing all the emergency doors in this Kaslin-driven Zenmart, and uh, yet everybody except for the four kids get oh well, no, no, they had a thing yeah no, yeah no, sorry so they had something blocking it yeah and it was I think it was a shopping cart yeah and uh, the mother is kidnapped by uh, by Chucky and uh, Andy leads his friends out but goes back in to save his mom yes uh, and this scene I thought was pretty cool I thought it was neat he's he's got like a he's got like a, 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 a uh, what is it? Uh, hedge trimmer? Is that yes. what he's got? He's yeah, got like yeah. a hedge trimmer yeah. and like something else. It reminded me a lot of the ending of Gremlins. Yep. Uh, where you know it was a very similar sort of like it's like a, it was a store and they're they're going in and it was like a I think it was a uh, like a it was almost like a Home Depot like a hardware store that they were in at Gremlins. Yeah. But anyway, so he goes in and, and finds his mom sort of like tied to a noose on a forklift. I yes. think and like he starts raising this, but he's like. He's taunting him by saying that all of these people are getting in the way of us playing together, right? Yeah. That's why I'm killing all of these people. We can be together. Nobody ever wants you. He starts playing back things that Andy has said, starts playing back things that other characters have said. His mom said, Shane has said, like other people, like in, in basically like trying to, trying to uh, prove to Andy that buddy, buddy, Chucky is your best friend. He's the only best friend. Um, so he ends up saving his mom and, uh, and they fall to the ground, and he ends up smashing Chucky to bits. Yeah. Right? And, um, but Chucky's still alive at the end. That's where uh, Mark Hamill's voice goes really maniacal at the end. He's, he's got this great theme song. We haven't talked about the scene. That shit was in my head for two two or three days after. I mean, like, even now, I'm singing it in my head right now. Also Bear McCreary. Yeah, Bear yep. McCreary does the, does the score for this movie. Yeah. And the score is very good. And we Mark, talked about it in the last episode, or maybe second to last episode for yeah. the Godzilla soundtrack. Godzilla soundtrack, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's a it's a very catchy jingle, yeah, uh, and it's sung by Mark Hamill, yes. Uh, so it's it's very catchy. So um, yeah, so and essentially he's got this last moment where he leaps at the camera, all CG. That's I think that's the yeah. only shot, probably one of the very few shots that he's all computer generated, and gets shot, and Mike is still alive after being attacked by a drone. So uh, they leave, everything's cool i think the kids smash the chucky the doll the and the piss out of yeah, it which they, they should the have done out of it. a long yeah. time ago and uh and then the caslin uh spokesperson releases a statement about well you know we're not liable for what happened with this doll 
we assure you that you know the other uh, other versions won't do this. You know, it's you know it, basically a very corporate schmoozy yeah. sort of message over the Chucky dolls being restocked on the shelves. Right. And that, I think that's the end. That's the end of the movie. There's no post credit sequence or anything like that. I didn't stick around. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Child's Play. Um, Two things about the ending. One. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you not think that Aubrey Plaza died when he jumped on the rope? They had this one shot that I thought definitively stated that she fucking got her neck broken. Broken? Yeah. I thought you reacted to it too. But like he jumped when they both jump on the rope or at least Andy jumps and grabs the rope. Yeah. There's this moment where she lurches up and down and there's this very hard bass boom that you get in the sound. I was like, did she just break her fucking neck? Oh. Then after they cut the rope and she drops... She ends up moving, and I'm just like, really? No, oh, I, no, I, I didn't just, notice. Maybe on rewatch the film, you can see that yeah. again and see if I'm crazy because that was something that I saw, and I was just like, how the fuck is she still alive? Yeah, um, I forgot what the second part was. I don't think it was that important, though. Let's talk. I'll let it go. Yeah, there's a couple things I want to say about the movie. What do you think the budget of this film was? Do you already know? Don't look. I, I didn't look. Yeah. Um, I've got the wiki up in front of me, so let me close that. If I had to guess, probably sixty million, maybe ten million dollar budget. Get the fuck the movie out was of made here! Made for ten million dollars. Good for that. And right now, domestically, Good it has that. it has a twenty six million dollar domestic gross so far. Good for them. Um, the budget of the original, just for comparison, was nine million. So nine million at that time with inflation and stuff—that's more than ten million now. Much, that's much more. more. Yeah, they had to. Do, I think that they had to do more with the dolls and stuff like that. True, they we had, made more. They had they had yeah. more locations in like yeah. the first. I, the first movie felt felt a little bigger. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because the kid no, goes on the subway. And subway like, yeah, goes through yeah. more sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah more yeah, sets and stuff. Um, but this is a ten million dollar movie. It's directed by a guy named Lars Klevberg. I don't know. This is a totally new name to me. I've never never heard it before. I think we're right. going to see. It's very sleek. Like the movie's very cleanly shot. The I new think. one? The new one. I'd yeah, say, it's I'd, very I'd agree with that. I think that the the visuals in the movie, it's a very sleek looking movie. Um ten when, million dollars, it's like made you know, I I'm just happy it's making it's making money because I, I know that you didn't like I I really like this movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not it's it's uh I wouldn't say it's something that's like super memorable, but it was yeah. so entertaining. I was just I don't know, I was I was very taken while watching the movie. It felt long. It is ninety minutes, almost exactly, yeah. right? It Why did long? it feel long? Because I thought it felt I long. Had to take a wicked piss during this movie. <laughs> this movie felt like it dragged on forever, because I was like, I could go right True. now, but I'm gonna miss the Zenmart scene because when they got everybody in the Zenmart, I'm like, I really have to go now. But then the Zenmart thing, I'm like, oh, it's gonna happen. Some shit's gonna go down. Yeah. I don't want to miss any of this. And. Um, but yeah, right after the movie was done, the credit directed by Lars Klevberg. I'm like, yo, you get my beer. Fuck you, Lars. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, you get my beer. And I ran to the bathroom yeah, 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 right yeah, after yeah, yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason it felt long to me. It's a very tight movie, I thought. I thought it was pretty tight. Yeah, it, it felt long to me because I think that they... I, I honestly don't know. I, I was trying to reflect on it. I thought that maybe they had spent a little bit more time on some characters than they needed to. Yeah. Um. Or there was too much of like this, like, ah, should I kill him? Shouldn't I kill him? Yeah. That was pretty much the only thing I could really focus on. But while I was watching it, I felt like, shit, how long is this fucking movie? Yeah. Like, by the time they got to, fi- like, they finally got to Zenmart, I was just yeah. like, 
finally, like this is the final the, act. Yeah, the climax, and, yeah. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It, it, it felt long. That being said, like, I didn't enjoy the movie overall, mm-hmm. but I didn't hate the movie. It's kind of this weird middle of the road thing. Yeah. I'm just a little bit on the other side of the middle of the road where I get the enjoyable stuff. I had a good time on certain parts of this film. I just feel like, um, in some regards, they didn't take it far enough. Like I felt like with the mo- the mo- maniacalness yeah, yeah. of the doll, I feel like they could have gone a little bit farther. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's where the hope. I'm, I'm sure. I was gonna say hopeful, but probably with that type of budget and payoff that they've gotten, inevitable sequel. I would love. I would love to see. I'd very much movie. like to see yeah, a sequel to this I film because I feel like I, there's this film didn't take it as far as I think it could have gone, yeah. and I'd like to see where it goes in the next film. Yeah, that's right. So that that's that's kind of my thought on it. I doubled down on movies on Friday. I saw this, and then I and saw, saw another one, and I saw Spider-Man. I remember more of this movie than I remember If you spoil anything with that, I'm going to slap you like a Vietnamese factory boss. I wasn't. Uh, I could use a good slap, though. <laughs> Just do something wrong, and I'll slap the shit out of you. I'll um, slap anybody. <laughs> anybody who's anybody who needs please one. go to welcometoyourdoom.com if slaps. you would like to get slapped. Fill I'll come the, to your house uh, and slap you. Fill out the uh, fill out the questionnaire, and Justin will show up at your house. <laughs> the questionnaire is one question. <laughs> Want to get slapped? <laughs> um, yeah, I saw Spider Man, and. Uh, I remember more about this movie than I remember about Spider-Man. Okay. Let's put it that way. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think people. I think people. More people should check it out. It's worth um, seeing. I'm not going to say that it's not worth seeing. And uh, I think there are a lot of fans of the original. So you're getting into the fandom of the original that don't like this movie. I saw, I read some reviews from from like bloody disgusting. I read their review, and uh, I just don't agree with any of them. Like a lot of them are like like the like you know I gave it like a five or a six out of ten or something, and they're like you know the original had this, and I'm like that. Yeah. That didn't really. That's not really a reason for me to dislike the movie. Um, I will say I don't think that this film is as good as the original, but I don't think that not being a fan of this in comparison to the original yeah. is a reason to not see this film. Right. Now, I think I, it's worth seeing. I think it, it exists on it exists on its own. Yes. It just has um, which has enough honest, that's different about it. It's unique. It's a unique. Movie. And that in, yeah. in a remake, that's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to see the Psycho remake. I want to see like the RoboCop remake. That's right, I want yeah. to see the Child's Play remake. Yeah. Take a different take on the character. Yeah. Maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Like RoboCop for the most part didn't seem to hit for the general audience. No, I fucking yeah. loved it. I, I actually it was quite fun. liked it. Yeah. It was a different t- it was a change of pace. Well, you also like you also like the Rob Zombie Halloween. I did. Another, I did. another yeah. example of of a movie that does something that does things way, like much much differently yes. and just simply for that reason it's already it's already interesting. Yeah, I don't you know? I don't need to see the same thing again. That's my yeah. problem with the Disney remakes is I figure for the most part it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, I, like, Aladdin, go fuck yourself. I'm good. I'll go watch the Robin Williams one. I watched, yeah, I watched Aladdin. I, that's, huh. that's what I'm getting it's kind at. Of, it was okay. I don't, actually, the only Disney, this is a weird tangent. Uh, we could probably end the show before this, but like, a weird no, tangent. I'm keeping this in. Okay. Um, the one Disney remake that I actually liked was Cinderella. And I think that was like the first one that came out. Kenneth Branagh directed that movie. I was nice. like, oh, this, this is good. Yeah. Uh, and then the one that just crushed it for me was Beauty and the Beast. I saw that because I, I do like that movie. Because, again, that movie has share has some like... The original horror. or the remake? No, the the original, the animated movie. Uh, the Disney animated movie. Because it had some of that stuff I watched. It was the closest thing to horror I could watch when I was a kid. You know, like kind of had... Some, this movie got... It just 
it wasn't good. Like I just didn't like it. It actually did it a disservice, in my opinion. Um, and then I saw, and then we saw Aladdin, and Aladdin. It was okay. Yeah, it was just kind of like there's no. Re- I didn't feel like there was a reason for this movie to exist. We just saw um, the trailer of Mulan. The teaser literally just came out. It doesn't feel like a remake or so anything? that's what i was just about to say yeah. i watched the trailer for mulan i'm like out of all like just before the show out of all of those remakes of all those remakes that we've had those disney remakes that looks like if you didn't call it mulan i wouldn't even know what the hell i was watching exactly and i yeah. was like that looks good because yeah. i feel like a live action version of mulan would add something yeah that you couldn't do in animation there's a grittiness to that movie there's a realness to that yeah whereas like you've you've taken mulan the animated movie and you're changing it into like a, a basically an epic uh chinese like martial arts film yeah right like you know uh like uh uh, uh, sorry, what am I blanking on the names? Like, there's like Crouching Tiger and Hero and like all of these great, you know, the Great Wall. Look, <laughs> the sorry. Great Wall is not a good movie, but it's one of the few films that you own on 4K. Okay, continue on Mulan. It's one of the few films that has a native 4K transfer. <laughs> okay, it's not a good. It is directed by Zhang Yimou. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but his movies are amazing. Not that one, okay? <laughs> He's got another movie coming out, um, and uh, I know, and I can't remember the name of it. It looks amazing. His, he's, he's got a very... He's an incredible eye for action. Uh, that movie is probably not a shining moment on, in his career, but, uh, but, but yes. So uh, the movie that... It's called Shadow that's coming out. Gotcha. But, uh, but anyway, like that, like his films, you're making something that's different and unique, and that looks... I'll watch that, like Mulan. That, that remake, like, who's it directed by? Like, I don't even know. Mulan, I didn't even look it up. Um, One thing I just saw, actually, to go back to Child's Play while you're looking that up. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this. On Robot Chicken, Hamill also voiced Chucky. Oh, no way. Like, the original Chucky. Not, oh, that's you know. funny. I would have thought they would have given Brad Dourif a call, because, I mean, it's not like he's a constantly working actor. I mean, he's doing stuff. He's but, doing stuff, yeah, yeah. but I feel like he could lend his voice. But I think he's doing the... like. So Don Mancini is the guy who created and you know wrote a lot of the Chucky movies and directed a lot of them. That's the, the most Italian name I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I think his name... I'm pretty sure it's Don Mancini. He uh, He's doing a Child's Play TV series. And yes, I think Dur- that's Brad, true. Brad Dourif is going to... Might lend his voice to that. Yeah. So, oh, that'd be cool. Um, so the, the cast of Mulan... Sorry, changing gears just to finish that thought. Like... Uh, there, I, there's a name I don't recognize playing the title character, but Donnie Yen Jet, and Jet Li are both in this movie. So of course, it's directed by uh, uh, someone named Nikki Caro, and I, not I don't know with their what she's done before. Whale Rider, McFarland, USA, the one with uh, Kevin Costner, Zookeeper's Wife. What? This is, seems like a, a strange choice, but uh, I'm sure. Like from what I saw in that trailer, it looked it looked pretty good. It that style from a style perspective, it looked good. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, oh, it's coming in 2020. Oh, that is a long ways away. Um, it's not far. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I'm not even sure how we got oh, remakes, right? Yeah. So how we got onto much. that? Yeah. So I think that this movie has a reason to exist. Yes. Um, I and will they agree. took a very unique angle on it, and uh, I think they delivered an incredibly a partially insightful but very entertaining film. Nah. I think. Nah. The insightfulness happened a quarter of the way through. <laughs> Other than that, it was just a dumb doll that was learning and not parented very well. And the kid was just 
didn't smash it early enough. That's true. There should have been more smashing. All right. Well, I think we can wrap it up there. I think so. All right. <laughs> what are the... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, like and subscribe. Yep. Yep. Um, wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube, like and comment. Comment on podcast. Comment and just yeah. fucking comment. Say something. Say something. Say hi. Say something. Say something. All right. All right. That's I'm it. getting out of here. See All you guys. Right, Donnie has plenty of time. What? Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen. I just looked up the cast. Donnie Yen. Who's Jet Li playing? He's playing the Emperor. He's the Emperor. It doesn't sound like the Emperor. Who's playing the Hun? Oh! That guy was vicious in that movie. I really liked it. There's no Hun. Maybe they're not fighting the Hun. I think the Hun's a group. Who? Like the lead Hun. Like not... (laughs) Were you looking? I was looking for a Hun. I don't know who the worst playing. The who's the worst Hun of, of the Huns? The leader of the Attila. Attila. I don't know. I don't think there's a Attila. Is there a Hunnish name in that list? <laughs> Dude, they're all Hunnish names for me, man. I'm an Italian Canadian. I don't know shit about Hun names. Uh, Hang on, wait, wait. Let me see. Uh, Mulan. Uh, what was the name? It wasn't Attila. I'm pretty sure it was just... No, uh, no, no, It no. was like another name. Maybe another historical Hun leader. Um, 1998 film. The Huns. Shan Yu. Shan. Hun chieftain. Is Shan Yu in that list? There's... Let's see. He probably is. Jesus Christ, what are you doing over there, man? No, I went back, I think. There we go. Do. Shan. There's no Shans. Oh, interesting. At least in here. Well, maybe they used a different Hun. There's Shane Mulholland. (laughs) He's the layout department manager of Weta Digital. (laughs) There's Shannon Stride, the design assistant. There's Shane Mulholland, the Again? layout department. I'm gonna keep <laughs> looping on this. Uh, I also <laughs> Hun Matthew Hunkin is the illustrator. <laughs> Francesca Hunt, Francesca probably, yeah. not Francesca, <laughs> is the first assistant accountant in the UK. <laughs> Matthew Hunkin is the illustrator. Hunkin. Francesca Hunt is the first assistant in the UK. All right.